All right, here we go. Episode two of Shoot the Mic, sponsored by Rifle Supply. Uh, in the building today, we have Justin Tyler. Thank welcome, you. man. Welcome. Good welcome. to have you. This is thank awesome. you for being here. Thanks, guys. I appreciate thank you, it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Justin, a friend of the shop. Um, talk a little bit about a little bit about yourself and how we all met. So, uh, as you mentioned, my name is Justin Tyler. I own After Action Debrief. It's been mine for the last three years. I started it after I lost my job during the uh, COVID rise. And I just kind of, when I started it, started out as a podcast between myself and one of my buddies who works for the local police department. And it was just to basically cover the current events of uh, George Floyd passing and how I looked at it and how everyone was speaking on, I guess, African-Americans, race relations with law enforcement. And, you know, the veteran telling Colin Kaepernick it was okay for him to kneel. And, I mean, I don't want to go into in-depth. We could talk about that shit later no, on. No, no. <laughs> I, I want to touch on that. Right, 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 We're right. not letting that go Hold right on, now. hold on. <laughs> okay, hold on. Back to, back to it. Okay, so, so the George Floyd thing. Right. I don't want to bring it up. Too, we got to bring it up. I don't want to bring it up too deep, but it's interesting. Yeah. Because there's a lot to it. Right. Because I don't care what skin color it is. The, the, the race doesn't really matter to me that much. It's the action that was taken in what was supposed to be okay. Mm-hmm. Was he on drugs? Was he resisting? Yeah. What, what happened during it? Um, I don't know. How much should we go? Should we go deep into that? What was your feeling? What was your feeling? When it came down to it and when we stepped into the George Floyd thing, nobody really knew. All we knew was that first video, you know, mm-hmm. this yeah. cop. No one yeah. knew that there was a connection between the two in the past yep. and how they related with each other. But for me and everybody's reaction to it, I grew up, my dad was a cop for 20 plus years. He was assistant chief of police back down in Thomasville. Hmm. So it was like, Everyone was on this whole, and until I came out here after leaving from Georgia to California, everyone was on this whole, you know, fuck the police thing. Defund the police. Defund the police, all of that. You know what I mean? But When did you come out here? I came out uh, California. I was stationed here in 2007. Okay, Okay. that's what it was. They sent me to 29 Palms. Oh, 29 Palms. So when they started, when people were running around saying, you know, fuck the police, fuck the police, yeah, they're all racist, they're all this, as a blanket thing. I was like, hold on, dude. I grew up in the house with a cop who, you know, went out here. He served his community, continues to serve the community, continues to do community policing and bringing kids up. Yeah, he had to do his job. I'm not going to sit here and act like he didn't, you know, collect bodies. But it's like he did his job for the good. And as a kid growing up and seeing it on both sides, I had black people looking at my dad and saying, fuck you. Then I had white people looking at my dad and saying, fuck you. And for him to be right down in the middle of that situation, it's like he's doing a justice for the community. He wasn't that cop that wanted to harass everyone. So when I saw it on TV and everyone was like, nah, fuck the police. How am I going to say that shit? That's my dad. How much hate did you get because you're black? Oh, I got a lot of hate. My brother, a, a I put ton. It, a ton. Growing up in the South, my I had when my dad picked up his position, he went to go arrest someone in a bar, and a white dude said, "I'm not gonna let no s- arrest me." Damn. And my dad said, "Okay, watch." You don't have to let me. You don't have to let me. <laughs> shit. I'm gonna, yeah, exactly. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my job. Fuck that. You know Did you I mean? also get mm-hmm. shit for your dad being a cop? I got up? a whole lot of shit. I think my brother took the the the, the blunt portion of it because I was younger. So oh, okay. when my dad first got it. You know, in school, 
this is the South we're talking about. He got beat up by white dudes. He got beat up by black dudes. But that's where we had to learn how to scrap because we had to defend ourselves. And it was to the point where he, in a gym, somebody, they tried to hang my brother. Fuck. Like, Jeez. no shit. They tried, to, they tried to hang my brother inside of the gym. And at that point in time, even when my dad got promoted, we caught slack from, from, from white folks on the other side of town. The clan was real heavy. So we had to deal with that shit. Really? We had to deal with local dope. Yes, bro. Even that low. I mean, even this recently. This is so. I mean, because you're not. You're just a little younger than me, right? Yeah, I'm a little younger than you. And this was. I was still a kid. So for my brother, he was young. I wasn't even born at the time when my dad was a police officer. Oh, gotcha. You know what I mean? So it was like late '80s. You know what I mean? So it was like uh, late to mid '80s. I was born in '85. So it was like he oh, was same going age through. Same me. Yeah. Oh, this guy too. Yeah. So we're we're roughly close to it. No, you're not that old, bro. So it was like growing up and dealing with that stuff in the South, and I came over here, and people speak on racism. I'm just like, that's supposed to be racist because I know some. (laughs) (laughs) I know racism. I I, I know racism. I had and and I had a a principal. Because of my dad and his position in the community, I had a principal white dude. He thought he was Bear Bryant. He wore the hat like he was the coach of Alabama. And he told he kept calling my dad boy because I had got in trouble. He was calling my dad boy. He was telling me that you your son came. I was a little asshole back in the day. So he was like, <laughs> your son can't be coming to this school, yada, yada, yada. And my dad was pissed at the principal and was close to taking it out on me. But he held that shit in. And he dropped me off. He told me to take my ass to class. He said, boy, go to school. I was like, all right, I'm going back to class. And he went in there, and he straightened things out with the principal. And needless <laughs> to say, I didn't have no more problems than neither did he. Like, when I say I'm the tallest out of my two nephews. My two nephews are a little bit taller than me. But my immediate family, brothers and sisters, I'm the tallest one out of it. I was going to say, how big are your brothers? My, bro- dad? my, my dad is at least 6'2"-ish. I'm standing at six four. My brothers maybe six two, six three. At but the still same not time. small. They're not small. No. You're just you're just yeah. very you're just yeah. very large. No. <laughs> <laughs> you're, just, you're, you're actually large. I'm like so, shit. They're huge. Raul's five foot four. <laughs> whoa, whoa. So it's like when my dad walks into a room, even still to this day. It's like he demands that that respect. He doesn't demand it. He right. instantly gets it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's in when. Back to the police thing, it's like, you sit here, I can't look at my dad and say that shit. I can't look at yes. anyone. I had uncles, I had close friends, and when local, I, I guess you could call them dope boys, drug dealers, whatever the case may be, they were, my, my pops and my uncles were going back and forth with them, but when the shit came down to where they wanted to include my family, you would have thought that it was, uh, what's that movie? A few, not A Few Good Men, um, the, the Al Capone movie. The movie where they, oh, I can't oh, think about it. It had uh, Sean Connery in it. Oh, somebody look it up. Oh, come on. We need that. Come on, Jerry. You would, you would think that that was the case. Like Dom, they, my Dom pops, where you at? My pops, <laughs> no shit. Would, he, he went to war with these individuals. Right. And it was all based off of, there was a line at the time where you don't mess with family. Mm-hmm. If you want to come at us, come at us. But you don't come cross over in the family. You get into that, then we just got to hold on to the story. And my pops was like that. If you've never seen the movie Action Jackson, the, the, the black superhero cop movie back in, the, back in the day, he was like Action Jackson. He jumping off the back of trash trucks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So 
He, if you haven't noticed, like he was the person that I looked up to the most. He came from nothing and he built something. And when I say he came from nothing, his dad died when he was a kid. His mom died when he was a kid. His uncles, his brothers had to take care of him. He slept on dirt floors. He worked in the collard green fields. He tossed hay. He fed horses. Whatever would get him money. Right. In a town where if you were black, you lived over here. If you were white, you lived over there. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like when I came out here and people were talking about racism, I said, bro, you might you might need to take a trip down south real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You might need to take a trip down south real quick. Straight up reality check. Right. Cause I've dealt with after George Floyd thing and I told people, I'm like, I dealt with police officers. And I don't turn into a, a, I'm I mean, for lack of a better words, I never turn into a house slave on the situation. Yeah. And I don't sit here and be like, yes sir, no sir, yes or not, none of that shit. I talk to him like men or I talk to him like women. And that's really all that half of the time it takes. You give respect, you get respect. You yeah. give respect, yeah. you get respect. Now, if you get that asshole that come up to you and want to be that, that you don't respond to that because at the end of the day, the goal is to make it home. 100%. Mm. And when you ready to fight your shit, you take that shit to the courthouse and you fight it. And then if that doesn't work, then you find another way to do it and you keep going, you keep going, you keep going. The minute you look at a cop and start talking that, hoorah, you know, going hard, yelling and, and all of that stuff, it's going to change. The whole yeah. situation They, have, they have to. They're put in that situation all the time. It's funny. I went to Smart and Final, so my dad, so my dad, my dad's a little older, ran out of peanut butter. He always calls me when he runs out of stuff. Can you get me some peanut butter? Extra chunky, Justin. I said, all right. So I'm on my way over to his house, so I stop in Smart and Final. I got my beanie on and I got my hood on. And I got my backpack on because I don't like leaving my, my gun in the car, mm-hmm. right? Well, you're allowed to. I just don't like to do it. Yeah. Right? So I got my backpack, my beanie, and my hood on because it was raining. Yeah. And I got followed around that fucking Spartan final like I was fucking there. Like I was a goddamn terrorist. And they thought you were and a unibomb. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Chuck and I have got followed, followed around like Best Buy and stuff. So it, for me, it's not a race thing. It's kind, it's, kind of how you lo- it's kind of how you look, right? He has neck right. tattoo, gauged ears. We all have, we're yeah. all heavily tattooed. Yeah. It kind of goes with the territory. Now, if I'm going to pipe up and be a dick to a cop because he's stereotyping me, is it right that he is? No. Maybe not, but he has to do his job and he has to protect himself and the community. So I, sometimes it gets me upset, but other times I understand the situation that they're in, and it's right. not mm-hmm. always as easy. It's, it's real easy to be a fucking armchair detective, an armchair cop, right. where you're sitting there picking shit apart, but put yourself in that shit, and it's a lot harder. It's I've totally never different. even been in it. You've been in combat. You've yeah. seen all that stuff, so it's totally different. But there's still and those shithead cops that'll fucking pick on you for 100%. That, 100%. 100%. Unfortunately, too, like— And they um, give all the good cops a bad name. That's, that's the shitty part. I feel like a lot of the understanding of those situations mm-hmm. uh, is lost within my age group— and definitely younger these days. Mm-hmm. Like what you were saying, the goal is to make it home. Mm-hmm. It's better to be judged by 12 than carried by six kind of a thing. Like right. Nobody thinks of that in the moment in my age. And that's mm-hmm. why it, just everything's They just want to go viral. They want to have it on their phone. They <laughs> right, want to right, show yeah. that, <laughs> you know. But, but don't let, my whole thing is don't let that internet shit cause you to be fucking in a casket. Yeah. yeah. Because exactly. at the end of the day, George Floyd died. We get it. It, it, was, a, it was a rough, sad situation. It was. But what's his name is still alive. He's sitting in a jail cell somewhere, and eventually, if he's still alive after that time, he's gonna get out of jail and probably, you know, do whatever it is that he needs to do. Right. For me, I would have just taken the time and went to jail. I've I've been in that situation before. I just finished. I think I want to say I talked to one of you about it. I got pulled over during in like March 2020, trying to get to the VA hospital, and I had my work pistol on me, and the lady pulled me over because she said I was in a carpool lane and. 
lo and behold, I'm trying to dodge a wreck from a fucking Chevy Bolt <laughs> who jumped down in front of me from Texas. Where was a Long Beach cop? No, it was Highway Patrol. Oh, Highway Patrol. And they pulled me over, and <clears throat> I told her, first of all, she looked and was like, yo, do you have a gun in the car? I probably shouldn't even have said a damn thing, but I thought my honesty was going to be the best policy. Usually is. Cool. It was smooth. The whole situation, everybody was good. But then all of a sudden, here comes fucking her partner 15 year dickhead out of <laughs> That's so and he just like the two guys that were on my truck first there was like five cops that was there i'm like all right y'all treat me like i'm really out here doing something right. like, I, yeah. wait I'm, so you told him you had a gun there right i told that. him i had a gun do you have a did you have a guard card at the time i had a guard card okay. at the time. so you, you could legally have a gun and an exposed permit probably yeah. you usually have both all of that so you I were had, in the right you had nothing i was in the right okay. but they were like this is a big dude yeah big dude for and you did the right thing by telling him like yo i got a gun but i can like right i'm not hiding it because I'm not doing anything wrong. So they, the two guys were on my door. They were watching me the whole time. Both of them were vets. And I'm like, bro, the VA hospital is right there. Like, I'm on the 22. <laughs> I'm almost there. Oh, yeah. I can and see it. Like, and they were like, oh, I know, I know. And they're looking back. And the other dude shows up. And he's just like, why did you have your gun? Like, you're not supposed to have it. You know, does this belong to your company? Who's the person that owns it? Yada, yada, yada. And I'm just like, I'm telling them everything that I know. And he just was not trying to hear it. He wanted to, he was at the point where he wanted to take my ass to jail. And I'm like, I'm sitting here, I'm, you know. 10 and 2. 10 and 2. I'm like, God damn. I've already called my homeboy on my watch at the time. He's a cop over here in this area. And I'm like, yo, bro, I think they're going to think about hooking me. I got to figure out what I'm going to do. I need you to get to my house, talk to my wife, and come and get me afterwards. And he was like, well, if they take you, as soon as you get there, your first phone call needs to be me. You need to call me, and I'll come down. It's like, all right. Dude comes back, fucking... All riled up because no the original wrong. officer, yeah, no yeah, yeah, there yeah. Wrong, right? and he's like, well, and they're like, well, what can we do? And he goes, you tell your bosses if they want their gun back, you tell them to come see me here. And he just throws his ticket at me. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, all right, sir, sounds good. And I look at it. They hit me with two misdemeanors. And I get it. The gun, reason being, y'all gonna be like, Justin, you're fucking dumb. Loaded. <clears throat> it was still loaded. One in the chamber. I had one in the chamber, who, who but the reason. Loaded gun. But the, the reason <laughs> why. <laughs> exactly, right? Yeah. <laughs> why, who, who cares? Okay. <laughs> the, reason, the reason why it was still loaded is that the day before when COVID kicked off, we thought my son at the time had COVID. Mm. I left work. And sped straight to the house. I didn't do not pass go. Don't collect. I went straight home. Excuses, excuses. <laughs> That's all I'm hearing. I'm glad you said it. That was what I, was I, like. I don't give a fuck. But yeah. hey, to say because you drive with a loaded listen, gun. But listen, me. But listen. Let your son have think that he had COVID and he telling you he had shortness of breath and you hearing everybody Stay dying. Stay away from right. me. That's true. That's 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 it was fresh, yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. What was the other yeah. misdemeanor? The other misdemeanor was because I still had a Georgia driver's license. <laughs> that's a, wow. It, it's because well, I still past, had a Georgia driver's past license. 90 days that. when you move here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I still had a Georgia driver's license. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the okay. reason why I didn't want a Georgia driver's license is because I did not want to do jury duty. <laughs> and guess that's what I fair. And guess what I had? Jury duty. I still got that shit. 18 years later, they tell me. The next day, they're like, jury duty. (laughs) So when it came down to the whole vet, like I mentioned, the vet situation and someone telling Colin Kaepernick, like, oh, it's okay. I don't. That that one guy doesn't speak for however many millions of veterans we have out here. You can't, especially black veterans, people who didn't went 
to Iraq, back, lost friends, Afghanistan, back, so on, Vietnam veterans, and so on. I get it. Everybody has their opinion. You fighting this man's war, you fighting that man's war. But at the end of the day, if you are in that combat zone, the Taliban, ISIS, the Iraqi national whatever army, they don't give a fuck about black and white. They care mm-hmm. about that red, white, and blue and that fucking uniform. <laughs> yeah. And if you got that shit on, they are coming for your head. Right. So at the end of the day, when I see the flag, I get it. It represents the 50 states and all that good stuff. But for me, it represents the people who said, yo, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to defend our freedom and went over there and died for that shit. And that's the key to me. I was listening to a song the other day by System of a Down where it just blamed. I, I forget the name of it, but. It's talking about how all the poor people go to war. Why not send the president? And I'm like, wait a second, though. This isn't Israel. You mm-hmm. don't have to sign up for our for our armed forces. You do that voluntarily. That's a voluntary army. If you didn't want to get into any part of that, then you didn't. And I respect it more than anything. I wish I would have done it. Instead, I got I became a high school teacher. I should have gone in the Marine Corps personally. Yeah. But, but like, so it's just very interesting as far as the value of that flag and people saying this and that, but nobody made anybody sign mm-hmm. sign up for it. Not like one you, cho- you chose to. Which is very valiant also. You 100%. don't have to, so yeah, you fucking go in for, willingly. For me, it means even more. Willing. For us, it yeah. means even more the fact right. that you volunteered. You Versus know? Israel, you have to. Totally. Two years minimum. 100%. Yeah. So the fact that we're like the same age, did you go in right at 18 out of high school? No, I actually, <clears throat> I actually went to college first. I went to college for criminal justice. My whole goal in life you want to be a cop. I wanted want to be to follow a, your dad. Yeah. I no, I didn't hmm. want to. It oh. wasn't necessarily to follow my dad. Have you all ever seen that movie U.S. Marshals with Wesley Snipes? Dude, you're taking uh, it like way back. All these movies are like 91, 92. Yeah. <laughs> but see, that was that was my inspiration. I wanted to be a U.S. Marshal. I wanted to go out there and look for like some of the baddest motherfuckers mm. that committed all these crimes, mm. and that was my goal. So, in order to do that, got to get a degree, got to do this. But my whole, the whole overall was to go into the Marine Corps as an officer. Being an officer, being able to lead Marines, so on, and then after that, move on to the next stage mm-hmm. as getting out. So I ended up going to college first okay. for my criminal justice degree. But college, to me, I made good grades, and it wasn't that challenging in the beginning. So then I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to go ahead and go straight into the Marine Corps. So probably When did you decide you wanted to go into the Marine Corps? Did you always like kind of know? Since you were well, my dad used to walk around the house singing cadence all day. You just hear, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he was like, and he's sitting there and telling me about his times in Italy and all of that stuff that was going on. I hope my stepmom's not watching it, but it's like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, were you the only one in the family who went in? No. Everybody? Everybody. Your brothers? My brother went, no, my brother, brother? went, no, I was, other than my dad, I was the only one that went, went okay. in the Marine Corps. Now, as far as overall distant family, my uncles, my cousins, the only people that didn't go into the Marine Corps is my brother and my cousin, my other cousin. She she went into the Navy. My brother went into the Army. But and still, they all they all served. Hell yeah. I got a family. So, making me feel so you did get that degree and you did enter as an officer? No. no. He bounced before oh, I got his degree. I bounced before yeah. I could get okay. my degree, bro. How many I years? You, I got you. For what? How many years did you go to college? I did a year and a half. Nope. Everybody knows college a big ass deal to me because yeah. I have a degree. I in went history. to college for a year and a half too. I, I did seven. <laughs> yeah, culinary. Culinary school. <laughs> I did seven yeah. years in college to get my degree because I worked full time and went to school full time. I went to Orange Coast and then I went to Long Beach. Yeah. So like it's such a big. I don't the setting out for that commitment and then fulfilling on it right. is really good. Well, but, I, I mean, you did something. But when you know. I but when I got out of the Marine Corps, I did 
go back to college. I got I got my I got two degrees. Oh no shit. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I have already putting them down already. <laughs> yeah, let him finish the story. Let him finish the story. I do. Let him finish the story. I have I have two degrees. I have a degree in film science and I have a degree in nice. business management. My bachelor's is no in no wonder Phil's bringing up all the okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's what I did as soon as I got out of the Marine Corps. I was like, I'm still going to attain that goal of getting a degree. Nice. What years so were you got to? From what year to what year? Over fucking overachiever. Once you're a Marine, you got to get two at that point, right? It's nothing. Yeah. Easy so, day was yesterday. Uh, I went in the Marine Corps in 2007. I got out in 2011. Then I did my four for college, almost five. And then after that, I started working for the USDA Forest Service under the Vocational Rehabilitation Program for the VA. And I started having that uh, that separation anxiety. And that's when I started contracting. Mm. And I was like, yo, I don't, I don't like being in the States. Money was running low, and I was like, fucking, I'm out. And I just Damn. Triple canopy? Yeah, actually. Wow. Yeah. I went triple canopy, and they sent me to Israel. In You're too, long, too young for Blackwater. <laughs> yeah, I'm way too young for yeah. them guys, man. So I went triple canopy, which they, they were my instructors for my second uh, pump out. I went to triple canopy. They sent me to Israel. And then after that, I came back, went to Academy, which was previously Blackwater, and they sent me to Afghanistan. The money was still good then, though. The money was... What year? 2000, so 2014 to 2016. Oh. I have some buddies. So Vega, his old roommate, Matt, was a friend of ours, but he was triple canopy five, seven years, but it was they were making bank yep. back then. They what was were the craziest like $1,000 per diem per day. Like, the dude, just stupid, <laughs> stupid, stupid money. Like, Wait, how much? What did you say? It was like a thousand. He was right about a thousand bucks a day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the day, but this was like early two thousands. Yeah. Blackwater was coming out, and mm -hmm. Triple Canopy was like the shit. Right. That there, was so. when uh, what's his name, uh, Dick Cheney. That was when he had all the contracts was coming in, and everybody was making bank off the war in Iraq. Mm. And that was when you could you could fuck, dude. I knew some guys that was at that time, especially with Blackwater. They were making bread. Dude, I, I did see I did see a photo on your IG where like something's blowing up in the back and you're just like I was like what story the hell? <laughs> all right yeah that, well, I want to hear the story deep all dive right. on the Instagram <laughs> <laughs> so that story and one of my boys ended up commenting on it he was like yeah I remember that day so we were actually in the Philippines so we were part of the 31st Mew we went out to the Philippines and what we do is we do a lot of uh, exercises with the Phil Marines and assist them with their artillery and all that stuff. So I was with the artillery unit. So here we are in Fort McSaisai, some random ass base <laughs> that has no fences, no anything. Motherfuckers walking on and off whenever they want. Wow. And all of a sudden, this fire breaks out. And when I say, like, I don't know who said it, at the point in time, what they call them, the New People's Army, they were watching like all our emotions. They were these radical Islamists at the time down there. In the Philippines? In the Philippines. So someone said that they said it. I'm not sure. I never saw the after action report that came out from it. And this fire is just blazing fucking shit hot. And us, we had all our ammo there. We had all our howitzers, big triple seven fucking cannons. We all run, go jump in a truck and just drag that shit out. And at that point in time, I'm like, all right, this is a perfect time for a photo op. Let me get this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Every, yeah. Everything up, is safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shit about to get some lights yeah. right here. <laughs> so at that time, I, I had my Ray-Bans. I threw the young Rays on, and I was like, shit, let me get this photo. A Rambo over here. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and, and lo and behold, the Army, there was an Army unit there. They just left their shit there. 
It's wow. like it all like tax dollars going up in flames. Wow. And it took myself and a few of the section leaders of each guns. We went in there and they started pulling their trucks out, but the army was like, fuck it, we're gonna leave it. They just sat over there, finished eating their food. It's like if it burns, it burns. That's the end of our op. And I was like, yo, that's that's dumb. And <laughs> yeah, just, that's we, to say the least. We <laughs> grabbed our shit and after that. It, it was nothing else. But the Philippines, the U.S., the craziest thing that I've ever done is I pretty much on Fob Dwyer, which is down in the Helmand Providence, the furthest south before reaching Pakistan, I was escorting someone off base to go pick some shit up that they needed because they worked on base. It was a local national. He wasn't supposed to take me too far out. I was only supposed to go a certain ways. And, and by yourself? By myself. Was he picking up anything cool? No. Okay. It was like fucking truck If he did, we didn't get to partake in any of okay. that shit. So Let's he go goes, we <laughs> starting sliding out. You know they got that opium out there, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How do so, you know? Oh, man. He heard. Smelt it in the picture. <laughs> so he starts driving out the ECP, and I'm like, hey, bro, we got to stop like right here. We can't go any further out. And he's like, no, no, my friends are out there. Mind you, a week before that, an American got beheaded, and they showed it on Al Jazeera. Whoa. So I'm like, my— That same area? No. In, oh, in somewhere, too. ISIS did it, oh, okay, right? okay. So this was like the, 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 the brink of ISIS showing up in Afghanistan and trying to fight for the property, and the one black flag is supposed to rule the country. All right, cool, whatever. I didn't really give a fuck at the time over that until he drives out he said that he's only supposed to be meeting one person i'm on my radio and my my supervisor at the time he's like yo you're too far out and i'm like well this motherfucker's not stopping <laughs> and he's like he has me switches over to a, a radio that nobody else can hear and he's like you need to tell him to fucking stop and at that point in time i fucking grab my glock i pull it out and i'm like you need to f he fucking stops these two dudes come jumping out of a van and I'm like, this is it. Oh, shit. I'm like, I'm like, this is it. I was like, I'm about to get kidnapped. My big black ass oh. is going to be on fucking Alex's here. Oh. I'm going to no. be like, you know, I'm just like, I'm tripping. I reholster my shit. I grab my M4. I'm backing up, back into the chute. And I'm like, I jump back on the radio. I was like, does anybody have eyes on me? In car or do you exit the car? I exited the car. Okay. I was not staying in the car. Yeah, yeah. It was like a fucking You're white trapped. van. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm trapped. Like, you know, know what I mean? I jump out of the car, and I'm backing out and just moving away. And the dude comes over. He's like, what's up, brother? He's trying to shake my hand. And I was like, <laughs> you can keep that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I smacked that shit away. He's like, high five, brother. And, uh, He's and I'm like, like, you want candy? Yeah, yeah, you want some yeah. candy? And I'm like, nah, fuck out of here, bro. So I start walking away. And I hear someone, I just hear the 50 cal fucking rack. Whoa. And I'm like. They rolled somebody out to you. They rolled somebody. So two dudes come down the chute. And I'm thinking, once I heard the 50, I'm like, okay, they got me covered. All of a sudden, the bird's in the air. That motherfucker's circling. And I'm like, this is really about to happen right now. And I'm like, still moving back, still moving back. And I'm holding my shit up. And then all of a sudden, like, I feel somebody tap me on my shoulder. And I jump. And it was one of my boys. And I'm like, okay, we're going back in. They lower, the, they raise the barricade back up, and he instantly he comes back in, and we snatch his ass up. Yeah, because we have to check his truck before yeah. he can even go in anyway. So I'm like, all right, like, why the fuck did you do that? And the supervisor came out from the talk. This was the first hundred and first was were the unit that was on at that point in time, 
And they're all like, why is one of your guys outside of the gate? They're fucking going nuts. Everybody's watching the cameras trying to figure out what's going on. And I was, I, I mean, I got my ass chewed for it. But it's like, <laughs> when I looked at myself, I'm like, what the fuck were you expecting me to do? He's driving. Yeah. I'm not about to jump out of this bitch while it's going. Yeah. I'm not. I'm too big for that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm not about to do that. But after he stopped, I did what I was supposed to do. And this was literally my third day in country. Oh, oh shit! shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> My third like new guy. Yeah, the new guy. <laughs> FNG, starting trouble. Good impression, man. Yeah. Good job, FNG. It's my third day in country, and I'm just like, all right, this is fucked up. And I was like, he, he and, set and the tone for the rest of the trip. I set the rest of the trip. But was he gonna kidnap you? No. We're, oh, okay. I was he just did to get his shit. He didn't. He got everything that he needed, but um, army intelligence came down, and then they questioned him. Because that was just out of the, the norm of what they had going on. He was only supposed to meet one guy where he met two. Uh, so it was like, all right, what fair. the fuck? Yeah. That was one. The second one, this was really when ISIS was like lit. These motherfuckers flying black flags all over the place. They were back in Marja setting that bitch on fire. You seeing dead bodies on the fucking ground. Motherfuckers then took off their uniforms and running as if Hannibal was at the gates. <laughs> and old ass, I don't even know, Toyota van decided that they wanted to see how far we were going to take it if we were going to shoot their vehicle, their van up. Dudes jumped out. And I'm telling you, like, this is this is one of the – it was just one of the scariest moments because at the time, my best friend that I grew up with, we were both on the same contract. He's at the ECP, and I'm up here in the office. And you just see these dudes hop out. They're fucking smoking their cigarettes. They're chilling. They look back at the ECP. They pull out. We had the fucking shit pond. So maybe about a good half a mile this out. This is contracting, yeah. not enlisted. Not enlisted. Okay. They pull out maybe about a half a mile out, and all of a sudden turn back around, and they're fucking speeding to the gate. And we were told that the Taliban was planning on doing an attack on us because someone, I'm not going to say which uh, agency, didn't pay them. Hmm. So... They decided to speed back in. We're like, this is it. Sounds about Now right. is the time. Yeah. And they were about to get ready to ram the fucking gate and blow that bitch up. And then all of a sudden, somebody shot a pin flare and deflected him. And they went on about their day. And it's like, what can we do? So a pin flare. So explain that. A pin flare is, it shoots out, you think, like a a signal flare. Okay. But smaller. Okay. So you shoot the pin flare. First, you have rules of engagement. Towards the the vehicle. Towards the vehicle and let it skimp off. You would think that it's a tracer. Gotcha. When it hits, it, it hits pretty hard. So you're like, oh shit, somebody's shooting at you. Gotcha. But it just it goes off and it, it skipped the vehicle and went on. Pin flares first. So After that's that, directly at the vehicle. At the vehicle. And if okay. they don't bounce, then you can engage. Then you can engage. Mm-hmm. Half of the time they, they do they used to say this whole thing, shout, show, shove, shoot. At the time it was just the the current administration, which was the Obama administration, said that he no longer wanted us to be on the offense. He only wanted us to be on the defense. That's the worst spot to me. Yeah, I mean, for me, I'd never been there, but I would assume that that is the worst. It is. The, it was the worst because here you had you had locals pulling up. They were taking up our stakes. They were trying to set in soft spots on the perimeter, and it's like we can't do shit about it. Mm. And by the time they had like the little fucking uh, little mopeds. So one would be on the moped, the other one be sitting there shaking up the damn the stakes and pulling up the sea wire. He'll hop back on the moped and the motherfucker was gone. So by the time you had anybody that was on the patrol then, they're in these big ass, not the new ones that they had, the big ass M Raps, the Max Pros. Motherfuckers, they move they 
it's like a semi truck trying to get up to speed. Like it's taking forever. And you got two dudes with the damn, you know, on their bikes and they're already gone. You're yeah. not catching them at all. Yeah. And they just come in there and tear our shit up. And it's like, yo, somebody's got to grab these motherfuckers because they're opening up straight up a lane for the somebody chances of somebody to just go through. So my whole time there, it was just high anxiety. They were fucking shit up left yeah. and right. Granted, it wasn't like early times in the war, but the current, like they tied our hands. There was nothing we could do. And you got one of the baddest motherfucking units out there, out of the army, other than the 82nd, which was the first 101st with all the history that they have. And these dudes were begging to do something about it, and nobody could do anything. It was just, it was so just, the well, fact that you oh, were, wow. like, contracted versus enlisted, mm -hmm. is there a difference of, for example, let's say the Taliban were to have done something, fucked you guys all up, whatever, bodies, does, because you're contracted, would the government have been like, oh, uh, don't know did what happened Did it change, that, what he, I think what he's asking, too, is did it change post-Blackwater? Because Blackwater... I don't want to say fucked it all up, but they got into some shit, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, bad optics, mm -hmm. right? So you had to change it up. They go away, triple canopy, and something like that happens. I agree with the question. Was it? Were your hands still tied? Yeah, mm. your hands are one. Your hands are one hundred percent tied. They don't. Might as well be enlisted. At that you point. might as well, Jesus. pretty much, because yeah. even then. <laughs> The unit that was there, just be their hands less. were tied. <laughs> True. They, yeah, at that point, but the the unit that was there, they were still getting, they couldn't do shit. They, they were not allowed to, if they thought something was going on, they weren't allowed to engage. They couldn't only be had, Couldn't be proactive. They couldn't. Only they only had active. a certain amount of space that they could go and patrol. They couldn't go here. They couldn't go there. And even then, the most horrific situation was late- it was like what mid mid to late 2015 in the summer almost close to close to getting into the fall that was when uh i mean it's it's known information seventh group was in the country so they were the only ones who, who were active. they seventh uh army special forces okay green berets so they were in the country. If anybody watches this, they know who the fuck 7th Group is. They yeah. can't stop getting in trouble. I'm not going to lie, though. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, I'm going to have to ask Stacy's. Yeah. Stacy's dad was a Green Beret. For okay. So then he knows, he knows okay. who 7th Group is. Okay. So they, they, uh, they were the only ones that were able to really operate in the area, to really be able to go out there. Because what they were doing, they were training the Taliban military, A&A, &A and fight. all them dudes. But it was, I remember one day, one night, actually, the helicopters left. They came back early as fuck, and it was just somber throughout the base because the JTAC, who was with them, which is a guy usually in the Air Force, he went with, they jumped off to go run a mission, and the Taliban had someone who was posing as being in the military, and then they ended up shooting the dude in the fucking back at the time, oh, all on shit. the news. Right. And it sucked because... I had just finished sitting down and chopping it up with these dudes in the in the in the mm. defect, you know, and to see that one didn't make it back, I was just like, "Fuck, bro." Yeah, that's and, rough. and it's and it's not like as if I had like this connection with them, like, "Oh yeah, we're all best friends. We're gonna hang out later on." Because I couldn't even tell you their name because they didn't tell us their names. They really didn't even have to come and eat with us, right? Because they had their own 
separate compound to go eat fucking swordfish steaks and shit. <laughs> and get swordfish out there? Yeah, bro. They they really they 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 ate pretty good over on that side whenever they came in from whatever it was they were doing. But it was like <coughs> to see that there was some and then all of a sudden down there's you're missing one. It was just the fact that when I looked at it and it goes all the way back to the racial situation, it wasn't that he was black or he was white. It was that he was an American and he was fighting for what he believed in. Right. And now that he's gone, it's like, fuck, bro. You know? Like, yeah. it was a sad, rough situation. And that's where it goes back to the whole Colin Kaepernick kneeling for the flag. I get what he was trying to do, but for me, that's my flag. It's a bro. different way. Yeah. That's my yeah, flag. A different you know way. what I'm saying? So on that <laughs> note, so a little bit different. So you mentioned Obama. So just real quick, um, Trump, yay or nay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm down. I'm down. With, I'm question. down with the conversation. I'm down with the conversation. So okay. I was just curious because I don't. Right. Actually, are we going to go politics? Dom, we going politics yeah, on this okay. thing? All right. So All right. when it comes down to, I want to talk about. Just kidding. Go ahead. When it comes, <laughs> uh, we can make it quick. When it comes down to the Don, I don't like him as a person. I'm going to call him the Don. Yeah. I don't like him. I'm, I'm with you there. Yeah, I don't like him as a person. I feel like if he. If he could potentially polish up a few things, cool, that's awesome. If not, then okay. But as far as his the policies that he put in place that help people like me, when I say like me, veterans, I, I love it all. I can't help but agree with it. And if he comes back, okay. Just shut the fuck up on Twitter, bro. <laughs> that's all I want. Fuck, yeah. just shut the fuck up. Just stop that. Because you run the free do, world, bro. He will do something great. And, and make it, you know, good. Oh. And then he'll jump on Twitter and he'll fuck that shit up. And I'll just be like, yeah. God damn, bro. Like, you See, that's just where stop. he needs to be more like Biden. Just don't talk to anybody. Don't talk to nobody. <laughs> also, is it really you. him running his account? Is he straight up sitting there tweeting on his free time? Yes. Yeah. He doesn't I have mean, an assistant for can you, it. I mean, can't you I'm imagine, sure. like, if I'm, if I'm Trump and you're my assistant, you guys would be going nuts. What the fuck is he saying right <laughs> yeah, now? Like, stop. Somebody go take his phone. That shit's unreal. Yeah. No, he's, well, I mean, he's like, I, this for I'm the exact same as you. So, like, I can't relate with you. Everybody's like, Trump is super relatable. Which one of you is the 1%? Which one of you makes $50 million a year, right? So it's like there, there's – I can't relate with them on that level, right? right I'm no. not part of that rich that rich, whatever it is. And I, I'm not talking shit on it, right? If you can get yours, get yours. Yeah. I have no problem with it. Yeah. But the um, – but the domestic policy, the business policy, mm -hmm. the business taxes, what he did for vets, mm -hmm. uh, the foreign policy was even good. Mm -hmm. He's not going to take no shit. No. And I don't see anything wrong with being friends with the other big dogs. Mm -mm. Everybody's like, oh, he's friends with Russia. Well, what do you want? To, you want to fight him? Like, is yeah. that really what you want? That's, That's what you want? They, they'll team up yeah. with China. Then we got that fucking mess. Bro, Why not just work it all out? But look at what happened once we lost. Yeah, we got a bunch of pussies in yeah. office, and they're going to fucking walk right over right. us. And, and, they and, think they are. Yeah. They don't want to get into that jam. No. But, but but they they've already... To, to hit on the whole Russia situation, Russia's already shook hands with China. Yep. Mm -hmm. Ping just was just there. Yeah, yeah. They're making dinner and hanging out, having yeah. bro dates. And it's like... <laughs> what do you think they're making for dinner? I don't know. It was some weird <laughs> sauce, bro. I don't... <laughs> That's all Chuck can think about. I'm hungry. I'm hungry, too. Where's the food? <laughs> you got you to gotta go and look at that video where they were making dinner. And I, and, I, and I spoke on this to my dad because my dad is, like, super... Our government knows what we're doing. They know how to handle it. We got this. We got that. And I'm like, we're overall, we're, we're fucking up because when oil was down, Biden sent his people to Venezuela to go try and get some oil. And Venezuelans pay Russia. 
and Russia is taking that money and funneling it right back into the Ukrainian battle that they're going through. And but then they've also shaken hands with China. Saudi Arabia is shaking hands with China. Everybody on the fucking board is now friends with China, and now China's like that new, I don't know, the new hotness. It's almost superpower. I mean, they're already there, but here's my thing. It goes back to what we were talking about, right? I saw Russia in China. I saw them shaking hands. I see everybody. I saw the report come out that by the guy in the Navy or something that said that— uh, it said that we would go to war by 2025 because that's when they'll have distraction from yeah, 2024 yeah. elections, all that shit. Mm -hmm. Then it goes back to what I was saying. Why would Russia and China want war with us? If, unless they're looking to create another China, which a lot of people would die, and then all the rich people wouldn't be rich anymore mm -mm. because nobody would be buying their shit. Mm -mm. They have no consumers for their product. Like no. I, all this war talk, I think is a bunch of bullshit to get all of us all hyped up and then divide it even more. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not, I'm not going down a conspiracy rant, but I just think it's bullshit because I think they're pushing to divide us with a bunch of bullshit they put in the media when nobody wants to start a fucking war. Mm -mm. Like who's going to buy China's product? Who's going to buy Russia's oil? So you take all over everything. Then what? Then still, who's going to buy your product? You're right. going to fucking push everybody down. You're not going to be rich anymore. So you'll rule a country, but you got you rule a country of what? Shit. Oh, shit a world of shit like yeah. it's I don't know it doesn't make any sense to me like thinking about it at a higher level yeah. you know like I don't think as a, as a financial move it would it would work it makes out no fucking sense. it makes none whatsoever but I feel like what what ping is doing and what Russia's doing is that they're trying to put us down to number three and they take the number one and number two spots but then I, I get it I yeah. get it right but what did they gain from that I'm not sure I feel like it would gain. That's what I feel like it would. They would gain the money from everywhere else, the purchases from everywhere else. And one of the deals China has. Oh, uh, okay. That's how, that's just how I look okay, at it. I because it. one of the deals that they had with Apple is they they allowed Apple to work in China, do their thing in China, but they have to share the technology of how they make their iPhones and everything else. Hmm. So it's like, oh, so. Americans and Europeans and everybody in the EU get to buy an iPhone, but who's buying the Chinese version of the iPhone and so on. And mm. I look at the other move that they made and people wonder why we were in Afghanistan for so long. Why were we there? Why were we in our, thank you. Why were we in Iraq and doing all of this stuff for so long? Afghan, they, the Hindu Kush mountains in, up no, in Northern Afghanistan has that mineral that where we make our microchips. Mm. So right after the, the evacuation, Dom, uh, look it up. Thanks. The evacuation after we left and that shit went to hell. Uh, China went over there and shook hands with the president of Afghanistan, the leader of the Taliban, pretty much. Right. That puts him in position to be able to mine those fields to get those chips. So now, who do you have to go to to get your tech from? China. That's why. If you also, that's why, the current president came out. Joe Biden came out and said, IBM's going to go and they're going to, they found the mineral in like Colorado and they're going to start digging for that mineral so we can start making our vehicles and make more EVs and all of that shit. It's because you lost your spot, bro. It's because you lost it because you decided to leave. And someone told me that one of the, one of the reasons nobody has said it, I'm not sure how true it is, but one of the reasons why Russia is so hell-bent on Ukraine is because a lot of those spots where, where they used to do the nuclear sites and nuclear digging, you can also find that mineral there as well. Mm -hmm. So that's why they want, nice way looking at Chernobyl and looking at all, all of that shit is because they're like, okay, it's no different than us wanting to sit there and keep fucking with Iraq over and over and over again for oil. 
Yeah, you know, yeah. so and Saudi Arabia get a little piece of that. <laughs> you he know? said he said Chernobyl. Have you guys ever seen uh, watch the Netflix called Pandora's? Um, fuck, it's not Pandora's box. Pandora's Promise. It's about nuclear power. Yeah, have you ever watched that one? I haven't. It will change your fucking life. I'm gonna Look watch at, it. There's our materials right there. Lithium that they're mining ion, for. Um, lithium iron, iron phosphate, phosphate, lithium nickel cobalt aluminum oxide, mm-hmm. and lithium nickel manganese cobalt, cobalt oxide. oxide. Bunch of shit yeah. we can't say. Yeah, Let's go mind that, so, boys. So, <laughs> make some phones so back shit. to this. Chernobyl has lower radiation levels than beaches in Brazil does. Really? Everything that was fed as far as that meltdown was a bunch of bullshit. There's still all the people that live there. A lot of them chose to still live there. They still live there and everything's fine. Did hmm. not know it was just it, some horror pan, movies about it's, that place. Hey, it's Pandora's <laughs> promise, right? At, see if it's Pandora's promise about nuclear power. It's all we have fully sustainable nuclear power that will last us and be cheaper. Um, I believe parts of Europe are already on it and we, it just it just won't buy in. This one here? Oh, there you go. Yeah, Pandora's Promise. Yeah, it's about nuclear power. Watch that shit. It'll change your perspective. It is fucking... It's a trip. It will... It's... The radiation levels are so misguided by the media. Um, What we have access to nuclear-wise, we can do it cheaper, better, faster, safer now. They automatic shut down um, the nuclear plants, so you won't have any meltdowns. It's a trip, dude. This is very interesting. But, like, they're talking about all this alternative shit, but, like, wind and solar. Go ahead. Yeah, so I think pretty much what you're really trying to say is not that they would ever invade us, but it's like we're solely going to have to rely on them so yes. much where it's like, in a sense, what they're going to get to or want to get to is like, okay, U.S., like, you're a bitch now. Like, Pretty much. We, we, depend, we control fucking every avenue. When, of, have, when have we ever been anybody's bitch, to be honest with you? You know, we won two world wars. I'm going to go to that, dog. Cause nobody, before, <laughs> before that would be the only time. Yeah. Before so that need, would but, be the but only look, time. But, this is, but listen, how many of y'all knew that Xi Jinping's daughter went to school here? She has a degree in Harvard, but guess what she has a but guess what her degree is? Hmm. Agriculture. Hmm. Her degree is in agriculture. Huh. She went to school over here. Look up how many if you you can see what is she growing? How many No, it's not what she's growing, bro. It's what we've grown and what they bought. They bought the heartland of America. They bought so much they they said it. They bought the biggest building in Dallas. They bought the heartland here in America, and they've bought the pig farms. Everybody said that they bought that shit just because they were running out of food, which is true. It's a billion people, of course. but <laughs> A billion suppressed-ass people. 100%. I'll tell you about my travel to China in a second. Oh, you've so, been there? Yes, I've been to Shanghai. So the, they, they bought the building. They bought the agriculture because the people over there are, are, are starving, However, if they keep and they were buying it more than what the land actually cost because they needed to obtain that shit. Why buy it here? They shipping the food back there? They're shipping so people the 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 for me, the optics of it is, is that they were saying that they were shipping it back. Okay. But if we're sitting here and I don't want, and I'm pretty sure my wife's probably going to be watching this. She's going to be like, Justin, you being a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard We're not okay to be with that. But for me, look at look at our shelves right now. Look at all the chicken farms and chicken factories that are went up in flames. Yep. Look at the water that has been contaminated from that one spill. We just had another one, all of this shit going up. Eventually, we're going to be so dependent. We're going to be like, yo, China, can we come and buy some of that food off of our own land? 
So then now we got to pay them to be able to get certain things. Uh, they always say you take down a superpower from within, right? From so within. There you go. Uh, I mean, look at they they're starting. Well, look at they talk being a smart ass. I don't know. I was just saying, <laughs> no, 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 that's just I, what I, I, I wasn't even being a smart ass. No, 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 that's what I hear. I was yeah. like, damn, uh, great empires topple from within. From yeah. within. Look at Rome. Yeah. From the inside, they had big ass gates. They fought Hannibal, which was one of my favorites. We'll talk if if I actually did a design dedicated to him, but he almost made it to the gates of Rome. He toppled everybody on his way there, but then he got there and he decided to stop and went back to Africa. He, I guess, something along the lines, he got sick, whatever the case may be, but he went back to Africa. He never made it to the gates of Rome. I should know this shit. I'm a, I have a history. Know, history. history. <laughs> well, actually, in ancient Rome and Sparta, that's what my discipline was. Dude, yeah, I, I graduated from college like 20 years ago. Yeah. Okay, give me He's a got break, a history okay? degree in Mexico. I got to get a beer real quick, guys. Yeah. So oh that that's where I'm at with it is when I sit back and I see all these farms going down and I see all this shit going down and people are like, yo, Ping's daughter went to fucking Harvard. She has a degree in agriculture. All Wouldn't of this stuff's going downhill. So not trying I, to grow re- weed? Crazy. No, they ain't growing no weed, bro. You can't smoke <laughs> that shit over there. You wouldn't yeah, for real. Oh, You're going man. under the jail in China for some weed. Oh, God. <laughs> but, that's, that's crazy, though. But, yeah. I mean, yeah. So, again, going back to they just... Yeah, they want us to be so reliant, dependent on them, and it's it's getting there. It's it's getting there, you know. Yeah. Um, like you were saying, they want to control all the avenues, yep. you know. All yep. of it, and they learned that. And, and I'm glad somebody's probably gonna be like, "Damn, Jay, you you you're you know you're on social media, you're doing this." But I'm actually like, okay, well, maybe they do need to remove the TikTok era. Maybe they do need to take that away because it's sharing too much information yeah. about what we have mm, going on. Yep. Because if people see that, oh, this person is doing this or that person is doing that or these people are owning, for instance, guns. They got this. They got that. China knows that. But they know that they can't they can't invade America because, I mean, because of guns and shit. We got, yeah. I was about to say because we got guns and shit. Yeah. <laughs> As a business point, they don't, they don't want to do that. It doesn't make no. sense. they rather just fucking... Like, doing it from that business point. You know? Yeah. They're like, mm-hmm. point, they're like ooh, we're not going to invade you guys. You guys are badass, but guess what? Pay up. Exactly. Some, of my, yep. some of my closest friends that are still in right now, they have been prepping the pack. They've been moving. They've been training. This is stuff that is on, you can see it. It's general knowledge. I'm not going to go into too deep. They have, while we've been sitting over here arguing amongst ourselves about yeah. color and shit, they have been building and prepping and taking over while our military numbers have been going lower and lower. And That's exactly lower. what I was going to tell you. And I read an article on that last week where it was like the enlistment, like they're hurting. They're hurting. They're hurting to the enlistment. None of these kids want to fucking go to war. None of these kids. This know, isn't, this isn't, and I, I, and I wish. Can't be on TikTok in war. You can't be on TikTok in war. You can't be sitting there checking the Only Toes pages in war, bro. You got you to gotta go fight somewhere. <laughs> But it's like oh, well, the <laughs> oh, for real, and that's just another good point too. Like, what military we have left? It's softening, right? Now yeah. all these fuckers can have their phones in there, and that yep. never used to be the case. Nope. Just all this, that's ah, fucked. I talked to one of my buddies. He was at MCT, which is Marine Combat Training. Mm. They have one on East Coast. They have one on West West Coast. He was like, here at the one on West Coast, and I'm like, I uh, I shot him a message because he posted on Instagram. And I was like, damn, bro. I was like, damn, I, I thought you were at MCT. And he was like, yeah, they let us have our phones now. I was like, bitch, what kind of shit is that? How, how are you 
And he was like, yeah, I know it's weak, but I'm like, you texted me, so how is it weak? You must be enjoying it. Like, I'm not knocking the hustle. Do your thing, bro. Yeah. But it's like, how are you prepping our war fighters to do what they need to do when mm -hmm. you're still allowing them access to the rest of the world? MCT is supposed to, just like SOI, uh, it's supposed to, SOI being the School of Inf Infantry, it's supposed to prepare you or teach you the things of basic combat scenarios. You go through all of this stuff. Does that so, teach you how to like disconnect from the rest of the world? Though? It's supposed to, right? Yeah. Right, because because when a war kicks off, and I explained the, the situation where my dad was, he invaded Iraq. He was a part of the invasion. I didn't talk to my dad for months. Yeah, I didn't know whether or not if he was alive, what he was doing, what was going on, and so on. For a lot of other people, they did not get to hear from their parents or their loved ones. So it's like if you're teaching. If we're supposed to be explaining this shit, however, my combat instructors were some hard motherfuckers that just came back from Iraq. Like, to the point where one of them blacked out and tried to rip a kid's face off type hard motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when you're teaching these kids the basics of combat situations, they don't need to be worrying about who just posted what on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, so so when least. does it so when does it start to change? So does it start to change? We hopefully there's never there's not going to be an, a war anytime soon, right? Mm -hmm. But is it your kids? 2025. Is it your kids? Is it your son who's going to enlist and then it's going to start to change because they'll be more disciplined they won't be worried about fucking tiktok and all that shit or is it his kids because he's much younger than us yeah, right yeah. is it his kids are we gonna have to wait an extra 20 years before it starts to flip and we get the shit kicked out of us in one way shape or form that's what's and then and we'll then we go the oh they kicked out of us first yeah, yeah, that's that's what and that's what we don't want to fucking happen back yeah. to reality but, but, but if, you, if, you, if you look at the the, the rotation of history we took world war one we did world war one we did world war two but then what did we have right after that? Korean War, who was also against China and North Korea trying to deal with the separation of South Korea, right? We had to call it. It was just like Vietnam. It was like, yo, we're going to call that shit a tie. We're going to back off. Y'all. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's where that's how I look. I feel like that's where we are right now when it comes down to this Chinese situation. We've never, me personally, I feel like we took the fight to him. We kick some ass, but they also kick some ass too. So yeah. it's like, but the, but the war is not going to be fought the same anymore. Is no. it just going to be nukes that are launched? Do we? I mean, are they moving away from war fighters because there's not going to be boots on the ground as our, much? Our, our military is. They're trying to as much as they possibly can. They're relying on the technology once again, the chips that we get from other places right. to be able to run the advancement mm -hmm. on these battles. That's nope. that's what they're relying on. Look at uh, if you go back. You see that the Marine Corps got rid of first tanks. They got rid of the scout sniper. Dan was so so bummed on that. Yeah. You know, Dan, one of the, our assistant manager yeah. in front, he was a tanker. Yeah, yeah. And they, they got rid of tanks, and their whole lineup behind that is they wanted to make more of an elite Marine Corps. They wanted it to be that, uh, I guess, a, a hardened branch of the military. They sent tanks over there. They took scout snipers and put them somewhere else. Only scout snipers are going to be with uh, special forces or a designated team in the infantry unit or you call for a scout and he comes out and does what he needs to do versus it previously being Attached. a part of infantry units. So they're slowly moving away. I mean, they're, they're weakening what was once there and trying to make it, I don't, I don't know what the fuck you can really call it honestly, because 
when I was in, the person who, not only my dad and all my family members who motivated me to go into the Marine Corps, the person who motivated me the most was a scout sniper. And he was in Iraq in some of the most deepest, darkest fucking places. His buddy died with him in Iraq. You know what I mean? So it's like, when I heard that, I can only think of what was going through his mind after all the hard work, all the blood, sweat, and tears, the most elite type of blood, sweat, and tears, because you're not, you're placed in positions that most folks don't want to be placed in just to get that one Mm. or that two or to protect this or that. And for that to just be taken away, what, where are we moving? What is the overall plan? Okay. What's the fix? Well, I guess like is, he is, said is first, it, what's the plan? What's the new plan? Well, I mean, is it? Do why, we? Why I mean, do we have? This? Do we have to start with a new president who's going to put more toward defense spending? I mean, is that going to change the co- like? Uh, how do we? How do we? How do we flip I mean, it? Or can we? Who knows? What if they got some That's behind the, the scenes type everything? genius? <laughs> well, we 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 have to. Bullshit. There has to be a change. But what the fix is going to be is going to be similar to it. <clears throat> don't get me wrong on this. It's going to be similar to a nine eleven. When I say similar mm. to that, 9 11 happened. happened. Right. 9 12 was the day everybody, I'm American, I'm proud so to something, be here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get our ass Except for the poor Arabian yeah, Americans. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God, got bro, they got up. fucked. They got fucked. Something's got to check us. How, how old were you when that happened, Tristan? Uh, three. Well, I, I was at Long Beach State when it happened. I was in college. <laughs> yeah. No, no, but but that the reason I brought it up, I wasn't talking I know, shit. I no, I wasn't no, talking no, shit. I was, a, I was asking because a lot of these kids, they don't have the same feels about it that, that we have about it. I guess I we were in high school, right? Yeah. I was in high school. I was technically yeah, I was I in college. So, yeah, I remember, but like, high school. You don't have any feels about it. You yeah. know about no, it. No. It was bad, but I mean, you didn't. You I wasn't there. It's I not like It's not like the guy, the people that lived through Pearl Harbor. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the feels are different. We think it sucks, but like, like. If you we need something to happen now, like oh yeah. man, just man, I, I tell you, I tell you how much bad. the feels were different. And I lost, I almost lost my shit one day sitting at my community pool with my my wife and my son, because these kids, my son's age, after the anniversary of nine eleven, was like, yo, we're gonna play a game, and I'm like, okay, what's the, you know, I'm listening in. And they're like, all right, what's the game? We're gonna play nine eleven. Yeah. I'm like, hold up. Wait, how do you, how do you <laughs> play that? My, I looked at my no, son and I said, you need to bring your ass over here oh. and we're not going to do that. Yeah. And I told Amanda, I said, I'm about to go say something to their parents. 100%. Because one, this ain't a fucking game. Dude, you know? that's f- I can't yeah. believe this wow. ain't a game, but you, but, yeah, and you see how he said like you don't have because of your age at the time when it happened, right, right, right. you're emotional when I when I, I was walking through my lunchroom headed to the gym, yeah, when I'm looking at the screen mm-hmm. and I'm like. No lie, I'm, I'm looking at the screen. I'm like, damn, Arnold Schwarzenegger got a new movie coming out. I feel bad that we're laughing. That's shitty. Well, but you're you're, you're, you're least, laughing. You're laughing at that. What I said. You're laughing at that. But I'm like, I'm looking at the screen. I'm like, damn, Arnold got a new movie coming out. That bitch, like, damn, he fighting. You know, looks good. But then when I got to the gym, and then the gym sent me to home. They sent everyone to home room. So when I got to home room, the teacher had turned it on, and that's when I realized, like, oh fuck. Some real. shit's going yeah, down. Yeah, real. Dude, I feel like that's the thing with that event is everybody that was old enough to live it yeah. remembers exactly where they were. Oh, in for sure. Yeah. 100%. So, so my professor, I was in class when it happened. And we started, everybody was, it was phones were out. This was mm-hmm. like 2000 and 
one, right? When it happened, right? 2001, right? So the phones were there, but they weren't as advanced as they are now. Yeah. And so the, the teacher was like, kept us through class the whole time, acknowledged that something bad happened, and said, I'm sure it's just something not that big of a deal. Uh-huh. And then had to issue a formal apology to us the next day or whenever we went back to college yeah. or whenever we went back to school because we were like, they let us out. We were stuck on campus for three hours because they locked down the entire campus. Yep. Uh, there was some illicit activity that went on in the parking lot, whatever. It is what it is. Well, can uh, we talk we're, about that? We were college kids. <laughs> Dude, when you're poor college kids and somebody's like, yeah, I found a bunch of roaches in my ashtray. We're like, hey, we're stuck on campus. We didn't know what happened, right? Some guys were riding a skateboard selling beers. He went to the liquor store selling beers <laughs> in the parking lot. Swear to God, yeah. Hustler. And then, and then you're driving home. You're like, whoa, I shouldn't be driving. But um, And then you pull over because right. it's safe. Right? Of course, safe. Yeah, um, right. call an Uber, uh, call an Uber. But yeah, it was just an interesting event, right? Because he had to issue a formal apology because he didn't think it was that big of a deal. Yeah. And then when it came back the next day, it was just, it was bad. I mean, right. we, we have friends of friends that died. My sister was supposed to be there that week. Like, it, it was just nuts. Did you go to New York when it was fresh? No. So I was there three weeks after it happened because I had a trip planned anyway. And we were like, okay, well, we're going. Yeah. And it was me and, and, um, a college girlfriend, they had family out there. And that's the most somber I've ever, I've been to Pearl Harbor. Yeah. I've been to areas where a lot of Americans have died. And yeah. it was like, you would stand there and you were just breaking down for no particular reason. It was yeah. still dusty. Yeah. Just the names were still on the board. Yeah. Like you, the, the emotion, fresh. the energy was so, dude, it was a fucking Wait, so you, it's terrible. So terrible. You <clears throat> had that, right? But, you went there three weeks later. When I went home, it was somber because my dad left right after that. Oh, my pops was act. My pops was activated, so he was already he. So when he I was went, enlisted so before was, well, and then deployed, right? Point. Is that how that yeah. how it worked? My dad, my dad was in the military. He was reserves at that yeah, point. Okay. Mm. My dad was in the military all the way from Vietnam to mm. OIF. So uh, Operation mm. Iraqi Freedom. Yeah, Iraqi Freedom. So when I saw that happen, and I went home, he picked me up. He was getting phone calls. Remember, he was still in the police department, so he had to deal with that. He dropped me off at home, and oh. it was just super quiet. I was in the house, you know. I didn't, you know. I was just. It was quiet. My mom, my mom was living somewhere across town. I want to say, and it was just, it was just dumb, fucking quiet. And you were in time. high school then. I was still in high school. So y'all, everybody kind of knew. We already, I already suspected, right? So then he came home. The sun had went down. It was in the evening. He came home, and he, you know, he talked to me about what happened. And he went to his room, and as he's in his room, he's already, because he was in a reserve, so he had all this stuff, and he already started grabbing his shit. He already started loading everything up, putting it in his sea bag, he and he already knew what yeah. was going to happen. So that same, that same day? Yep. Wow. That same day, he started running inventory through his stuff and laying it out on his bed. Crazy. So Damn, I'm, like, trip, sitting man. downstairs, and I'm like, your world is just shaking. My world is fucked, bro. From what you're seeing to yeah. what's going on at 100%. home. 100%. Yeah. Like, I'm like, damn. So then. Yeah, that's not the world. Like you said, not the world shaking. That's yeah, your home shaking. My yeah, home. And yeah, I, I'm like sitting in the in the little, the den, and I'm like, oh, I, I got to do my homework, I guess. And I'm like trying to figure that shit out. <laughs> like, fuck the homework. Yeah, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yeah I know. Yeah. But it's like, I'm like, do we, are we still going to school the next day? Like, what is going to happen from this? And. I'm like sitting here. I'm trying to figure out damn math equations, and I'm like, it's not working. <laughs> not one bit. And I close, I close my book, put that shit back in my backpack. He, what we woke up the next morning. He took me to school, and still quiet ass ride in the car. And he left. He came back home. 
And he said, like, straight up, he was like, I got to go up to, to Augusta. And he left, and he went to Augusta. My mom came over. I went to her house, and she took me back to our house, the house I grew up in. And he was just there. And two days later, he left. Fuck. Came back again to finish. They let him, you know, 10 days on the base because he had to be activated. I'm sorry, okay. he's dragging out. But 10 days later, they had to be activated. It had to stay in one area at that time. And he came back, and he was like, all right, well, I got to get ready to go. And this was in my backyard. Somebody drove him because he dropped his – he had his police car at the time. He dropped it off at the police department. He was already making moves without even telling me. He didn't want me to, that shit to focus. I wonder what his yeah. mind was doing yeah. at that yeah. time. Yeah, yeah like, He oh, was man. making moves without even telling me. And he mm. came home. One of his partners drove him up right before they would have to go back up to Augusta. And – all I remember at that time, he just came over. He gave me a fucking hug, bro. And I just, my two homeboys, I couldn't drive at the time. I didn't have a driver's license. They were driving me around. My two homeboys was behind me, and my dad just walked up to me. He was, I got to go. He gave me a fucking hug, bro, and I broke the fuck down. This is sad as right now. <laughs> oh yeah, but with the whole time oh. the whole time you're telling that story, I'm thinking, Sheesh. this is what we're going to have to fucking go through for people to pull their head out of their fucking ass. Yeah. Right, right. And, oh, un yeah. and understand yeah. that this shit is real. I had That's what real. This is real life. I had a quick question for your scenario as far as hey. after 9-11, three weeks later, going to New York. I'm what sorry, was the air? What that. was the vibe in the airport like three weeks after 9 /11? Well, I mean, it was the safest time that you could tra fly or travel anywhere. Oh yeah, every all that shit was locked down. Like that's when the real lockdown started. But I mean, was Checking everyone, was it, everyone it, over it, the shoulder? It was, at that it was point? sketchy. Like, was and you know sketch? what? It's probably empty. If if, if oh, I'm right? if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, I want to admit that I'm wrong. I. It could have been a month or two months. It, it, it was recent. It was in the a quarter after it still happened. Still very right? recent. So yeah. it was yeah. quarter, and I'm not trying to misspeak on when I was there. I mean, no, it was no. still dusty. I have pictures of there of when yeah. it was still dusty. The cross was still I'm sure up being there in that like same year was still fucking. Dude, it was I mean, sketchy. Same, but it dude, was super safe. Though. It was years. super safe. We uh, went and crazy. everybody was. We're a fucking American. Yeah. We're Americans. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is it. it I, I went awesome. in 2010 or 11, yeah. and when they already had built the monument with the waterfall. The waterfall. Yeah. And even going to that it mm -hmm. was like your fucking breath was like taken you're away gone, like yeah. unreal feeling unreal fucking vibe like you're like no way this is fucking happening like why am right. i feeling this way yeah it, it's it's a trip it's just it for me that whole thing is it's it's not a it's like it's a fucking graveyard really yeah. I know that's I've been back to the memorial too yeah. and i was like after mm -hmm. seeing it be before and then seeing it then and i was like yeah, it's a fucking trip. Yeah. Like, but, people but, died where I'm standing. Well, what you said is, you know, is that that's, it's going to take, it's going to take whatever the first wave, our first reaction, whatever first operation that we end up doing, mm. having to deal with China. And then they say, okay, Marine Corps, you got to go back to doing pull-ups. We got to stop focusing on all this other shit. We got to focus on advanced war fighting and actually do our fucking job. Right to the Army, right to the, the Navy. I don't have anything to just say hope about nobody the Air Force. Just no, hope nobody has to die before that happens. I don't want it. I don't want no, it to that, be that. that. That's kind of where I'm at. That's yeah. kind of where I'm at. To me, like, what's pretty sad about the whole situation is that it feels like a lifetime ago, but that wasn't very long ago. No, no. And what made us as a country so soft in such a quick amount of time? Social media. Shit. Social media. Social media. And it goes the one thing we rely on. Technology. That's the thing. Social media. That, like, we're talking about China and this whole thing and this whole yeah. situation. 
when you really sit down and talk about it, yeah. it's so easy to understand why so many people are finally actually starting to try to ban TikTok. Yeah. Because it's just, there's just, once you really look into what they can see into, yeah. Like people say, TikTok is just mapping out the US for the, That's for the Chinese. That's it. I'll give you an example of what the Chinese government has, has done or what they can do. When I told you I went to Shanghai, I went over there because I was working How for. Was the food? It's all chicken. That's that chicken part go. in this there podcast. Yeah. Bunch of fish heads and uh, yeah. nah, bro. I, jam. I ate some. I ate some random ass street food. That shit had me sick, bro. Oh really? Really? Yes. Oh, I thought you were gonna say it was delicious. I bet no, that was top of the line out no, there too, but it just bro, didn't. It was not. It's not it, our deal. it was not the move. I don't yeah. even know what that meat was. Oh, mystery be meat's the best. Mystery dude. Chinese meat. Ooh. It's only the best in Mexico, dude. That's if you go down. Well, no, if no, you too far, too far. <laughs> sliding, sliding down. <laughs> oh, you want him? Oh, okay, <laughs> that's what you do it. But if you if you like, China is 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 super compact. Yeah, and the, nothing unless you're in certain areas is clean. So it's like you're wondering where the fuck they got that meat from. And how and when the the prepared and you're not it. used to it and I wasn't used to it. Right. I would just starve right. if I went there. I no, no bro, there, there's, there's but the cool part about it, there, there was a Burger King, there was okay, some I'm McDonald's down. and some Popeyes and <laughs> some KFCs and shit. There was yeah, the menu was <laughs> super fucked up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but when my second trip from China, I've been there twice, and I worked for one of the major companies out here. I don't want you to have to blur it out, but it was everybody knows it. They got a nice theme park. I went over there for that. Oh, I want to get into that. <laughs> nah. Yes, yes. We will get to that. We will get to that. So, That's a great transition. Yes. Yeah, so I went over there because I wanted to see the theme park. I wanted to see all the cool shit that was going on. I was a street photographer. That was after all my music video lifestyle. I was doing that shit, right? I didn't realize they had a Chinese version of the park. They uh, do. Wow. Yes. I had no fucking idea. High tech as fuck. Wow. Yeah. Super commie or what? Nah, bro. What's their mascot? It is. It is to a certain extent. <laughs> What's their mascot? <laughs> Come on. Come well played, on. Chuck. Well played. So it, it is because that company doesn't own the land. China owns the land. They only own the the the, the rights of you know the right. Yeah, they're and leasing, shit, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. so they're leasing the land. So when I went over there, I took some pretty cool pictures. I took them on my camera, and then I also took some on my phone. You're not allowed to have Facebook in China. The wow. photos I've heard as that. a traveler yeah, yeah. or as a citizen. As a citizen, okay. I had it as a traveler. Yeah. So I'm walking around. Automatically, you're a spy. Automatically. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> and they and they and they treated me as such because they went into my phone. And they deleted some of the photos that I took while I was no walking around. No way. Yeah. You, let, you let them do that? I didn't let them do shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at, at what point? While you're at the park or when? It was yeah, yeah. it was as I was leaving the country. Okay. Dude. It was as oh, I was in dude. the. It was while I was in the airport. They stopped. You? I had no. They didn't stop me. They went they in. They went hacked in. my phone. Yeah, they hacked it. Oh. They hacked oh. my phone and went in and yeah, deleted my photos. No, they, bro. They went into my phone. Conspiracy. Theory. And I had the phone. No. No. I believe that to a T. No, bro. I went. I had when I left. I had photos. I had took pictures. And I, I know I had the photos because I was taking photos while I was in the airport with my phone. I had a right, Galaxy. Of course. And as I'm getting on the board, the plane, I'm boarding, about to get ready to slide back home. I look, you know, I'm going through my phones, making, you know, looking at shit, going reviewing my, my trip. And oh my pictures are there. I land at LAX. Them shits is gone. 
Dude. No fucking way. I, I wonder where they, they, they got to be one. As, you, as you fly across maybe, the border. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> no, like, no, it could be. Maybe they're geotagged and they're just like, yeah. oh, those are taking They're like, no, you Sorry. can't do that. Yep. So then that's when I said, oh. because in when I was doing street photography and I was just roaming around San Francisco mm. and I was taking pictures outside of a building, it turned out the building was a federal building. It wasn't marked. Uh. So the security came out and said, you can't take pictures in front of here. It's a federal building. So I'm like, what did I take photos of or in front of for them to want to go that far? That's why I'm Had like. To be important. Yeah, that's yeah. why I'm like, with this TikTok shit, Jeez. it's like you said, it's geo mapping. The U.S. Right, is right. doing this. Yeah. They're collecting the data, and they have the access to be able to go in. And my, this was fuck, dude. This was, this was 2016, 2017 time frame. I graduated Sorry, high school 2016. God. <laughs> I don't mean to I had my last Stop. kid at that age. Stop it. I started working here in 2017. That's when my life started to matter in 2016. Yeah. Gone with the high school boys. So when I sit back and I and I tell people this and they're like, nah, nah, you know, that's Who not would say nah? Right, yeah. Who would not who's believe you? I mean, it is, I mean, Fuck. okay, now, right now, that you would believe it more versus back then. Well, that's yeah. a fair point. That's a good point. Dude, they've been yeah. communist and closed off for fucking But it was also more of a conspiracy theory that time, like, oh, yeah. now. Now it's like everyone's on the, the radar. Like, exactly. Uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. It's, we've seen some shit. Are you about to say, Dom? No, no, I'm good. Okay, okay. So, like, after your contract, how, how many years were you in contract? I only contracted for about a year and a half. I was only in Israel for six months. So, did they let you recontract up, or you're like, nah, I'm out? Did uh, you have I, TikTok? I, uh, no, I had so you technically, <laughs> I, I wanted to take. A, so you were technically enlisted nine years, four and then technically, five. If you really count that, okay, yeah, four yeah, and yeah. then five. Okay, and then contract. Okay, yeah. Gotcha. So then yeah. it was I um I contracted. They let they allowed me to recontract the the Afghan contract. This was when you had triple canopy, you had academy, and then the birth of Constellus took over. It started. So Constellus is all of these companies in in one. So when I left Triple Canopy, I just came back home and then went over to Academy and didn't realize that they were creating this whole umbrella operation. So they combined my time while I was over in Israel because you have to, that's a thing. It's like almost signing a fucking contract being in the military. So a year and a half, I went to Israel after watching the Hamas rockets and all of that shit that was going on. I wanted to, I just, I don't know. Something said, go do it. You're a fucking hard charger back then. Yeah. You just wanted to go. I just wanted to go. I just wanted to go. I didn't, it was always a dream to go to Israel. I grew up around a lot of uh, Jewish people and I, you know, went over for Shabbat dinners and celebrated Hanukkah with them. And some of them, they were like the family, their daughter was born two days before I was born. So our, uh, our moms were in the fucking same hospital and shit like that. So I wanted to see it. And at that same time, because of the wall that is there, you get to go and pray at the wall. And right before I left, I was I went there. They did not want me to go to Jerusalem. The army said at the time, because we were up under the army, the army didn't want us to go to Jerusalem. Nobody was allowed to go there. So I'm like, fuck y'all, I'm leaving anyway, so I'm going to go. My <laughs> whole purpose was going, was to pray, and I don't mean to get all fucking sad and sappy again, but at that point in time while I was in Israel and while I was in Afghanistan, my mom was battling breast cancer. Mm. So I needed to, I, I had to make that pilgrimage yeah. in a sense. Yeah. Granted, the Palestinians was 86 and Jews left and right. I was I was it's probably pretty fucking risky. <laughs> yeah, it was a risky situation, and granted that I was American, but I, nobody really fucked with me. I think it was more because I was tall 
You're I think a big, I'm a big yeah. fucking dude. Yeah. Nobody yeah. really wanted to fuck me. Let him pray. Let him pray. He needs it. He needs it. <laughs> we ain't gonna fuck with that guy. He's all right. But when He's I right. say going through going through Jerusalem or or the West Bank and in that area and through those tunnels, that was probably the biggest connection that I had with. Uh, I guess you could say religion, the the Bible, Judaism, any of that stuff, like sliding into that and seeing all the things that was going on. People said, this is like the center of the universe. And it was like, damn, I feel it. You know, you felt I felt. Yeah. Have you been to the West Bank? Being too? there. Oh, there's some gangster ass places. They, yeah, some gangster shit over there, dude. I moved, dog. No, I'm damn. <laughs> I'm not trying to damn. say. I'm not he trying knows to sound people. Like, yeah, right. I'm not trying to damn. not trying to pretend, but it was like Fuck. I was, was willing. I just wanted to go. I've been. I go to these even with my dad. My dad, when I told him I was going to China, he was like, "Boy," because I mean Vietnam. It's like you, you better your black ass better be careful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he was like on oh, some shit, and I was just like, I got to do what I got to do. I want to see the world. And I'm going to take whatever chance there is that I have to take. But at the same time, I was thinking off of uh, off of like a street photographer mentality. Mm. I wanted the best shots. I wanted to put it in black and white. You, capture the risky. Shadow. you, photographer you come back over here and you see the hood shit that goes on here. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what do you you're like? Nah, you guys need to fucking go see some shit. I would just, I would just curious. I'm not, ta- I'm, not bad, to talk, uh. I'm not trying to talk trash. I was just saying because you're, you're from Georgia, right? I don't know how, where, what neighborhood you grew up in, yeah. like, or what it was like, but it's like, I don't know. I feel like I haven't been there. Yeah. I'm assuming. Yeah. I'm, that's why I'm asking the question. It gives you a different perspective. Mm-hmm. All the bullshit that goes on here versus what you're seeing over what there. What I see over there. Because yeah. I met some. Real. I met different some world. pretty, some seriously hardened individuals on my travels. Right. I met being down in TJ. Not like nice TJ, go hit the club TJ. I went on the outskirts and went through as they labeled it as the ghetto. I met this one dude. You can see it on my photography page. I met this one dude. He said his name was Ghetto. And he just had just came straight out of the motherfucking prison. And it's just like moving, mobbing through the, through the neighborhoods and just sliding all the way through and everybody looking down. And here I am, this big, tall black dude just walking through. And it's like I had two guys that were local, one of my buddies, we both went to college together. He was in the Navy. He was a vet as well. And he took me in various areas just so I could experience different he things. Was, he was from there. I'm he was from there. The other guy. We went to Juarez. We did go to Juarez. I've been to Juarez. I slid through Juarez. I'll tell you about my weirds. <laughs> this podcast going like so many <laughs> oh, I, I love it dude I fucking love it let's hear did the did you crazy see the dog. donkey show I just, oh I just did you hang up with the fucking donkey that was the first one of the first thing when it walks into war is the first person that talked to me that's the first thing that said to me do you want to see the donkey show and I'll never forget that I'm like that was I never, the first thing they said to me. So I I'm, never, like, I'm just trying to go to the bar. Like, <laughs> I never, I never even made it to a donkey show. I didn't get to see none of that shit. This girl, at the time that I was talking to while I was down there, because I was at, uh, I was at the army base down there. That's the base where you do CRC before you go and contract. You have to take all the CRC. army courses. CRC. Not critical race theory. No. <laughs> no. What I want you to do is explain the acronyms for people that maybe not. Yeah, maybe I can't not even off the top of my dome. Okay, I can't even remember that. That's, hey, Dom, that's okay. what we got Dom for. Oh, Whoa. So CRC in Mexico? Not in Mexico. Where? There was the, the base that was in Mexico. Okay. There's an army base right down there. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Interesting. So the base that's right now, it's one of the biggest, and I'm telling you right now, I don't know if it's too many Jamies, I can't think of the title or right. the name of it right now. <laughs> 
So that's where we had to go to go through the shoot. You fly from there out of El Paso, and then you go to wherever there. else, right? Yeah, okay. So then, what's up, big dog? Combat Readiness Center. There it is. Thank you. You're welcome. That's what we got Dom for. Thanks, Thanks Dom. Thanks, Dom. Well, he also produces the yeah. That's our production Thanks, team back there. Dom. So I had to go through CRC, and while I was there, after I came back from my previous contract, I had bread. So mm. I was like, I showed up. Let's go. And the bad part about these con- the, the contracting companies that they like to, as people say, the poor folks, they like to pick people who are, who are desperate. Okay. This company just wanted to pick folks who were desperate. Unfortunately, I saved my money. Oh. I came home after being there. I had like 70000 in my bank account. Right. So it was like, all right, I rented a car. They didn't want me to have a car. I was on motherfucking Tinder swiping. <laughs> Ended up meeting this girl. <laughs> Ended up meeting this girl who owned, her parents owned a horse ranch. Her mom owned a horse ranch, right? Her dad was killed in Juarez. She took me to the spot where her dad was murdered. It's all circling back to the donkey show, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So she took me back, and I'm like, and this was after Sicario had came out, and I'm like, yo, this is the part. We were there before that. This is the bridge I was pointing. I was like, yo, ain't that the bridge where they hung everybody down, you know, so on and so on. And she was like, yeah, they shot it right over here, so on. And I'm like, oh, all right. She took me to the spot to go get some fucking uh, tacos, and I just kicked it with her for a minute. How were the tacos? They were delicious. Don't get me wrong. The tacos were you proper. You ain't scared as shit, are Thank you? you, Chuck. You just really that. street smart. <laughs> you just not scared of shit. Or I think no fear at this point. I just think no nah, fear. It was no fear, bro. Because it was like fuck, man. It was. It was to me. It was like all right. I made a just like I learned it from my dad. Is that when he was in Iraq and he was riding down the MSR main service road? Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Bam. <laughs> he was riding. He was riding down the roads. He said he told me this after he made. He came back home. He said that he had already made a deal with God. He said that his deal with God was, was that he he was no longer afraid of death. He said he already said it straight with him. So I ended up making that same deal and understanding. Mm. And if it's my time, then it's my time. Gotcha. So as I'm moving through these areas and I'm showing, when you move through a lot of these places, you have to show that respect. I don't know who's what, who's going to do what. So I look mm-hmm. at them. If somebody's sitting there on the corner, you know, hey, how you yeah. doing? Or, you know, I let her speak. At the time, it was Spanish, so I let her mm-hmm. speak, and we just kept moving. And we got our tacos, and we bounced out. She took me back across the border because I'm like, I really – I don't – I enjoy being here, but I don't feel like from my professional background, I should be here. Mm. So we went back across. I ended up getting stopped by Border Patrol, but – it's all good. I had like, fly. Espanol? Man, hell no. That wasn't even that. <laughs> hell no. It wasn't even that. They it's were like, I'm from Georgia. What the fuck are you talking about? What you talking about? No, it was, it was that I had some flowers that you couldn't have in America, dog. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> the, the what border, kind of flowers were these? Oh, the, the Border Patrol oh, agent. What kind of flowers were The Border Patrol Coca-Cola. agent and the ag agent, she comes over and she's just like, you can't have these. We're just going to pull them out. And, you know, then you can go on your way and they let me slide through. And it was just like, all right, I made that. I beat that route. You know, I, I, I have that checked off. He's he, You've seen so much. You've been through it so much. And some flowers almost got you, dude. Some yeah. flowers. <laughs> Bro, but, but even uh, I know, like you said, this podcast is going all over. But I know y'all are interested in, like, some of the stuff that I went through. No. Yeah, Not only sure. did that happen that time. So when I came back home before going to Juarez, I was in Canada for a month. 
I lived in Canada with one of my homeboys. He's a he's a musician. I heard I'm it's a, hard to get into Canada. Bro, it's not hard to get in Canada. It's hard to get the fuck out of Canada. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to get the fuck out of Canada. In, in so, what way? In what way? I, I You lived of, there? Were you on like a, a visa? Or how does that yeah, work? Yeah, it had to be a visa. No, I wasn't oh, even so on You just bounced across the border. I just bounced. I went. I flew, I flew from Atlanta. I stayed with my dad for probably about a month. And my homeboy invited me up to Canada. And I stayed with him for a little over a month. I was there for probably about a month and a half, so maybe I was out of my visa, but nobody told me that. The only reason I bring this up, I just got tattooed by one of my buddies. Um, he's the one who did our fucking design. He's a uh -huh. tattooer. Yeah. Uh, he actually went up there for a tattoo convention, yeah. met a chick, and they fell in love, you know? It happens. And so he wanted to move up there to go live with her, Yeah. and he tried to get up, move up there, and they said, no, you can't come to Canada. Do you have a DUI? No. Well, no, no record. for uh, no felony. He don't know? Nothing. He's like, I am self-employed. I can have my own business. I could make money up here. Yeah. Like, yeah, I for Canada, you have to apply and show that uh, how are you going to contribute to their society. Yeah. You can't like, just move over there. It could like, just be cocaine now since they fucking make cocaine legal. Yeah, God no. Damn, so, but but yeah. no, so they denied him. And then, so his lady had to move down here. Which he was happy about that. Yeah, so I never been to Canada. And let's you have talk. To, let's you talk. have to have a sponsor. Let's talk. Like, should I be down? Look, I, I don't. I, I I've never wanted to leave this country. I've never wanted to leave this state. I have okay. two older parents, uh -huh. right? So I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. Right. I have a house in Arizona. I love it in Arizona. It's away from people. I, everybody knows I like fucking right. being away from people. Right. <laughs> but if it keeps going this bad, I don't think Canada is where I want to be. No. But. I don't know. Put me out in the if put you me want, out in the boonies somewhere. If like you, if you, uh, but then take your ass to Alaska. To be honest with you, God, there's a yeah. lot of meth there. That's <laughs> That's but, it, but it's like if you if you going to Canada. I had a I had a fucking amazing time, Justin. When I went to Canada, I had the amazing, food's good there. The food is good. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's fucking. I'm sorry, I'm it's, fucking hungry. It's damn near, <laughs> I'm hungry too. It's it's damn near America, man. Like I think Albert's gonna hook us up with some pizzas. Hopefully, so we'll I, I went. We want tacos, dude. Trying to trying to really? get. Don't be like that. Trying to get back from Canada. I went to Canada. I was up there the whole time. I was there. They had the NBA All Star Game hosted by Toronto. And is that where you were at? Yeah. Okay. So trying to get back from Canada, we he drove my boy Emerson drove me from. Brampton to Buffalo. So right there at the border, we got stopped and they sent us to secondary. Motherfuckers trashed the damn car. They went through my protein. They fucking demolished everything. They separated us and they're like, well, what are you coming back in the country for? I was like, because I'm American. I need to catch a flight. <laughs> He's like, oh, all right. He's like, well, well you have an Afghan visa. And I was like, yeah, because I'm a contractor, bro. I used to work for the fucking government. And dude was like, okay, go sit down. And he brought my buddy up. This dude's fucking small. No diss to you, but no, like no. when I say small, <laughs> he's like your son's size, maybe a little bit taller, but that body size, right? Yeah. yeah. And he sure. doesn't have that mentality that I have. Like I'm straight faced the whole time. Right. I'm like, yo, this is what we're doing. This is what I'm doing. Like they they tried to big boy him. They tried to bully him into saying that we're doing something we're not. And I'm like, bro, look at the fucking visa. Look at where I've been. Here's I still have my cat card. Here's the fucking cat. It proves that I'm working for the I work for the fucking United States government, dog. And they were like, oh, so you're a contractor. I was like, yeah. It's like, oh, so you making yeah, I make money. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah, I make money. So do you. You work for the fucking homeland security. Yeah, Mount, did they try and tax you? No, nah, he didn't try and fucking tax you. Right. Uh, but this he one helped me up. Oh, yeah. I missed, US I missed my fucking flight to 
L.A. because I was going to fly to L.A. and then fly down to El Paso. So I missed my flight. I had to sleep in the airport. They damn near, like, they almost didn't even want us to fucking slide through, you know? And I'm just like, you're tripping. But at the same time, I heard this rumor, I don't know how true it is, that if they deny American entry back into his country, they got to pay $10,000 a day. So I was hoping on that. Whoa. I was banking on, was banking okay. on that wow. shit. Okay, so pay you $10,000 a day? Yeah. So all this shit experience that you've had, uh-huh. you blame it on race? You blame it on the fact that you're black? Bro, the dude was black. I'm just asking. That's why no, the, no, the reason I'm asking is yeah. because is because this whole generation uh-huh. is always looking for something to blame it on Mm-mm. other than just what it is. Maybe that guy's a shitbag. Maybe that guy's just abusing his power. Like, it has nothing when to I, do with me. You, like, it, on the, it's on the, interesting. On the, on the race card, for me, for the race, I, I look at it like this, and I've explained it to a lot of people. <laughs> And even with my business, why nobody in the beginning didn't know who I was or what I looked like, I never posted myself until like right now. So all I ask for, you could not like me. That's fine. I don't give a fuck. I like you. Because I probably, I like you too. <laughs> but it's like, you can, you cannot like me. The only thing that I want is an even playing field. Let me slide in and compete. If I can get in an even playing field and be able to slide in and compete, then I'm going to take every piece, everything that I have to be able to win. That's what I loved about the Marine Corps. It wasn't about who your dad is, who this, who that. No, it's about, at my time, it was about how you looked on this paper, what you were able to do as a performance. There's no politics. Uh, There was no politics. Because the people who, who, who ran it at that point in time, who were in charge at that time, they didn't give a fuck about who any of that shit. They didn't care about race because just like I told you, when you get in Iraq, you get in Afghanistan, it's about red, white, and blue. All the cars, all the trucks, everybody had that flag. They were waving it or you had your battalion colors or whatever the fuck it was. And they knew that, and you can ask any OIF vet at that time, they knew that if you had them brown camis on, don't fuck with them because the brown camis meant Marines and the motherfuckers was ready to fight. Now, if you had whatever the fuck the army had on at that point in time, this ain't, no, this ain't this is absolutely no diss to it, but it was just that they knew who to fuck with. It was different. It was different. You they knew that it, camo on. No, they didn't even have woodland, bro. That was like some gray urban or another, and that was supposed to uh, uh, allow them to. And it didn't work out to their favor because early on in the war, they were taking Marines camouflage to be able to wear on missions. Mm-hmm. They never, they couldn't do, couldn't operate, and that shit was heavy. <laughs> All right, so go ahead. No, no. I was gonna say, so let's let's plug the brand a little bit. All right. So after action, why apparel? How'd you get there? What 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 took you to to that? And is there significant for me? This multi part. Is there significant meaning to this design? To is there stuff that I don't see in your designs not being in the Marine Corps that other people that served would see? Yes. Okay. 100%. I'm okay. I'm okay with that. I would just so curious because it's, it's for everybody. I would think it is. It is. But sometimes some things hit a little bit different if you know where I'm coming from. And after Action Debrief started, I told you this earlier today. This shit started mm-hmm. with a podcast off of what I was going through and my experiences in life. So you had me, a black guy, veteran, and then my partner was a white police officer. So he and I were talking about different subjects that was and very, shit. How did that go? It seems like it would be interesting. Yeah, fuck. It was. And we, we, we basically spoke on everything. It was like we, we wanted to give people both sides of the totally. spectrum. Okay. So we put out to be able to, to fund things, to be able to buy, you know, mic stuff like that. 
I put out one T-shirt, and that one T-shirt turned into somebody else asking for something else, and then it kept going and kept going. And then before I knew it, I had designers in my inbox like, hey, can we make this? Can we do that? Let's do And it just kept going to the point where I stopped focusing on the podcast, which was probably a, a good and a bad thing. And I started focusing more on the brand. And when you see some of the stuff, folks started relating to it. And as they related to it, it turned into another shirt, another idea. And half of the shit, half of, like, when it comes down to, like, you're like, this flag right here when I look at it. So black flags back in the day related to the pirates' lifestyle. Yeah. Saw the black flag, you knew it was going to happen. You see black beer rolling up, somebody's going to die, right? <laughs> so that's why a lot of my stuff's on black flags. Yeah, it looks good on black, but I do black flags. I have one white flag, and mm-hmm. that was, like, a personal for me. So I did black Racist. Flag. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> off the bat. Off the bat. Done. Done. Canceled. Fuck, fuck them white flags. <laughs> so that's where a lot of it comes from. If you the, the black flag portion or the pirates portion or the raiders portion, a lot of people see the whole the raiders lifestyle when it comes down to Marine Corps because mm-hmm. that's what Marines did. They were the soldiers of the sea. Mm-hmm. So we right. look at it oh, as so a badass. we look at it as a pirate lifestyle. Take everything, give nothing back. You should enlist. I was. Fu- I'm always bummed that I didn't, but now I feel like I. I Bro, you're 24. You're 24. I have till I have till 29. Okay. He's a fucking welder, oh, dude. Welder. I'm a welder, damn it. <laughs> you know. You oh know. my so god. So D, D after actions. Does that yes. have a special meaning? What is that? Where did that come from? So my my buddy and I went through different names. We were like after action report. We were you know we kept throwing different stuff out there, and I was like, bro, we should just come with after action debrief. It's like, well, after every mission, after everything we wanted to do, it's all the goal is to make it back home. Mm. It's always the goal to get back to the office, get back to the fob, get back to wherever. Yeah. You get that after action debrief, and then you can go on and do it. Were you end. were you ever worried about that specific name not relating to the general masses? Because it's, I mean, debrief alone is like. Many people will fall off right there. They fall off because yeah. they're like debrief. Like, what am I? So, you know? so were you worried at all? I as am. A business here standpoint? recently, I, I have been worried, uh-huh. and that's when I told I told you I'm like, yo, I, I if I could change the name, I would, but it's already set. No, it's I, like, yeah, right. I don't think you need to change, but I'm nah, just curious that, about that. Kind of ties yeah. into a question that I had for you, like when okay. you first started to think about. You said you started as a podcast first, yeah. and then it kind of turned into a brand, a clothing company, mm. yeah. like clothing or like t-shirt apparel. That's kind of a flooded industry. You know it's what super I mean? flooded. True. What yeah. did you think? Did you were even thinking about like what's going to set you apart, or you just thought you had this like avenue that a lot of people connect with? I stole my question out of my head. Hey. Boom! How did you do that? There we go. Okay, go, go, go. Co-host. Co-host. I did it. <laughs> go ahead. Well, right now it is. It's super flooded. It's super hard. But when you come over to what I'm doing, I'm trying to bridge a certain lifestyle and not necessarily per se the street lifestyle or what it is because there's already someone else doing that. They're, yeah. they're bringing the street into the tactical and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to bridge it my way. My way has been super it, within the hip-hop industry. One of my And I talked about oh. it in a previous podcast. One of my favorite rappers was Young East Dolph. Coast or West right, right, right. I, I've seen Who? a lot of East Coast or West Coast. I'm from the South, bro. <laughs> East Coast or West Coast? I'm from the South. Chopped and screwed Cut all day. Cut it down the middle. Cut Chopped it down the middle. If you, if you ain't talking, if you, if it's, if, and I hate to say it, but we all Big know. Big Ear Tupac. Big Ear Tupac. Tupac. Oh, God. No, Why did you say, oh, God, you're from the oh, West Coast, but I like Biggie better. You're a fucking traitor. <laughs> Get out of here. I think I'm going to have to cut that out. Yeah. No, because, <laughs> Seriously. Because, because Tupac was like, 
Damn, he wasn't, that motherfucker was raw. Like he was, he wasn't on some pretty boy shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was raw. Him. He was pissed. He had some 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 shit that he needed to get out there and off his chest on a lot of the shit. Going off yeah. on a little quick tangent, like damn it, I got so many tangents. Go ahead. <laughs> I, 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 I Go love ahead. it, but Biggie I really like as well because I looked into like how he grew up mm-hmm. and how he became. Biggie, Biggie, who he's known, is like that dude was 12 years old on the cor- corner of a street, just off the top of the dome. Just the, the lyrics were he was insane. lyrical. You're right. Mm-hmm. Some people they say Tupac like was that. part of the yeah. Illuminati, but for some, re- but still, alive. but because of this, <laughs> in Jamaica, the reason why I say Tupac is I have a lot of aggression. Tupac okay. had aggression so after, yeah. after he yeah. got yeah. shot. Really. He had a lot of aggression, yep. and you can relate to film school. Uh, film school. How was, trash is the rap now, though? No. Bro, don't okay, say so no. no. No, no, no. I was like, don't oh, say, I didn't no. say no. You I take me no. back to the 90s whoa, right whoa. fucking now. With he, he, he was shit. just saying how he relates to newer rappers. It, newer rappers. Here's the truth. Really? It's, only, it's only, but listen, though, it's only a select few that I'm really going to listen right. to. Right. I, I can't sit here and listen to a motherfucker sing auto-tune all day. I, I think when, when Justin, <laughs> when, when Justin asks rap, like yeah. rap now, I'm thinking he's thinking more of the mainstream stuff. Yeah, because I don't listen to rap. I don't listen to rap on the mainstream. Me and Chuck were both hardcore kids, right? Mm-hmm. It's funny because the same bitch. I don't know what the fuck these rappers are saying. Yeah. And nobody knows what the fuck they're saying in my hardcore music. Yeah. I do, so that's yeah. all that matters. So it's very interesting, right? So, like, so it's like the rap nowadays... It's all about I, one thing. I was teaching high school, uh-huh. and I have to deal with these kids. Listen to this bullshit that it's fucking spitting yeah. about bitches and hoes and drugs and this and that and yeah. this and that. Yeah. And, I love that song. And... <laughs> I don't love the message that it fucking sends no. to the youth of our nation. Right. I don't think it's... I listen to hardcore, posicore, straight-edge hardcore, even though I'm not straight-edge, obviously, yeah. right? But a lot of the stuff is very positive, right? right? And it's very aggressive. Right. It's funny because there's a lot of fucking super... Like, a lot of the shows are in Huntington Park. There's some hood areas, right, yeah. that listen to a lot of hardcore because it's a lot of fucking aggression. Right, right. right. But it's positive aggression. Right. Right? Like, it's coming from the same, like... The same Out, like, outcast yeah. kind of yeah. not yeah. stems from it, the it, same beliefs, but but, it, but it's quite different, right? Right, but it's quite different. But like, can't you rap hard about something fucking positive and does something good yeah. for a fucking community? Yeah. But that, it's they've so always hard. been like that, like Dre and yeah. no, I get it, but that's but, that's what they grew up right, and that was different because I was into it then too. Yeah, I was yeah. into it then too. But like they now died. that I'm older and I look back. R.I.P. Like your kids, yeah. your kids, yeah. like they listen to all this shit rap. That's like, if, where the fuck is that getting you? you? Know I if if my son, if my my son listens to the same music, I like because he's in the truck, right? The people that I listen to, or the people who have motivated me to do some of the shit that I do, they 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 talk about sliding on ops. Yes, they say that shit because that's still a part of the streets. That's that totally. whole opposition shit. But one of my favorite rappers that's always gonna go down and be in my heart because he motivated me is gonna be Young Dolph. Mm. Is the reason why it's going to be Young Dolph is because he talked about being independent, making your own money. He was the East Coast or down South Nipsey Hustle. Nipsey, mm. I was say Nipsey mm. Hustle. He East told Coast, people. Was saying East Coast. It, well, it's Memphis. <laughs> oh my God. It's, me, it's Memphis. So it's it's like, you know, you got to draw that Mason Dixon line somewhere, bro. So it's like when it comes down to it, and that's why, I mean, I'm going to plug him into this because of the motivation, but Paper Out Empire. Everybody sit there, they say, be independent, get your own money, do this, do that. I used to, another guy used to print my T-shirts for me, 
and he was charging me X amount of money for it. I really didn't like the the way that the charge was going and how the operation was moving. So I said I wanted to bring it. He wasn't doing it my way. I want to send stuff to my customers. If you spend $200, I want you to have something from me because you just put food on my table. So I'm going to send you a sticker. I'm going to send you a patch or I'll send you an extra T-shirt. That's cool. So And I brought that shit into my house because I want to be able to control that. I don't want nobody else to control it. I don't want nobody else to tell me how it is. That's why I do this shit by myself. Mm. If if you it choose to invest, you're going to invest, but I'm still going to do it the way that I choose to do it. Now, you could spit, uh, you know, numbers. So you can spit some numbers Great at me man. and share some knowledge <laughs> and say, hey, Jay, this is what you need to do to be able to turn this around. And your number's looking funny. You got to fix that. All right, cool. I'm going to fix that. You know social media because, you, Jay, you got to stop doing this shit. You fucking up your algorithm. Boy, do this and fix it and turn it around. Mm. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, I'm still going to have complete control of whatever it is that I put out. And, it's, and for me, it's about making sure that I run this shit up as much as I possibly can, taking care of those who have taken care of me, folks similar to y'all, and making sure that my son, even though he's my stepson, I'm still going to make sure that he has something later on. Now, he might not want to do continue to run a business or do T-shirts or whatever the case may be, but if I can run this all the way up to put a couple of commas somewhere, he take his piece if I'm dead and gone and go run his shit up somewhere else and leave it. That's my opportunity. And when I listen to it, yes. And when I when I sat back and I listened to Dolph speak and I listened to his rap music, yeah, he's talking about bitch, he's talking about hoes, he's talking about sliding on eyes, but he's talking about independence. He's talking about building your community up to be better than what it is. He's talking about investing in yourself. And that's what I do. I don't depend on USPS or UPS. I go and pick my own shit up. Because if they fuck around and lose my stuff, then I start getting emails. And I've had that happen. So on that, on that note, you were talking for your son. So... Building it past a brand, something mm-hmm. we've struggled with, grown with before you were here and uh-huh. with Raul, right? We're a gun store. We do custom work. We do gunsmithing. We do all this stuff. Right. But I want to create a brand. Yeah. You already have a brand and another plug for one of our boys, Randall, right? Yeah. At Live Fit, right? Yeah. He created a fucking lifestyle brand. Yep. It didn't, it may have existed. Maybe I wasn't in tune with that whole market, but I feel like he was at the forefront of oh, that. He was. A couple of our other boys that are friends with started afters back in the day. They had, um, uh, I'm King before that. And, I remember and those King. guys. Yep. Right. So it's like they did an incredible job marketing and turning that brand into a fucking little empire, which I hope, I don't know if that's your goal, but that I mean, is. getting, getting that coin is, I started, is a goal. I started a second know? one because I didn't like the name after action debrief. That's where Reaper Action Wear came in. Mm. Some people know it. Some people don't know. What about... Uh, God, that speaks to me more on the tactical side. On the yeah. operator-ish side, I think after Action Debriefing, I think if you brand it, that could be in it. I right. get an after Action Debrief every fucking week from him about yeah. his... About Cerakote gunsmithing manufacturing. Right. That's still an after Action Debriefing. But I, cha- I changed it. It's called Reaper Action Wear, but I call it raw. So if you put it on, I'm raw. Uh, word. I like I like I like Reaper. Like if I was wearing the T-shirt, yeah. I want more Reaper action. You want you want. Yeah. More, I yeah. think I think after this is, action debrief, it relates. It what, still relates what to about, the business. Uh, side. It does. Uh, swollen and beards. Oh, swollen beard and swollen <laughs> swollen beard. Okay, all right. That was my brother's. That was your brother's. That brand? was my brother's. He started it. He was the first person to really start trying to do. He's, he's like my mom. He like that. I was about to say my mama. He like my mama. So he 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 goes out and he dabbles in different things. He started this whole real estate. He wanted to do this. He wanted to do that. And it's like 
I can't, and I don't mean to diss him. He's he's he was a contractor, but in the United States, in the in the states, and he after losing certain positions, he had to find other avenues to make money. And he was a photographer at the same time. He started powerlifting, so that's why he started the was it, bearded and swollen, swollen bearded. Swollen and bearded. Yeah, swollen and bearded. So he started that whole thing. And I was like, all right, that's cool, man. I'm going to support you on it. But at the same time, it was another company that I was rocking with that as well. And they are the ones, I'm not going to mention them on it, but they, they are the ones who kind of lit that fire under me because I wanted to be bigger than them. Because they, they – when I mentioned it to them after being a brand ambassador with them and I said, yo, I'm trying to start something. And they were like, oh, okay. And I went to them because I'm like, here, take my fucking money. I need you to print my shirts for me. They pretty much ignored my emails and my phone calls. They didn't want me to do it. So my whole goal is now, other than everything else, it's like I'm going to grow and I want you to see my face and my name. Mm-hmm. Because so they didn't want to do that because the competition. They didn't I want somebody like else in, in the, entering the market. It was it wasn't as saturated as it is right mm-hmm. now. So do you they still have your business partner for this one. No, just you, just me. He he, congratulations to him. He just had his kid. Uh, we haven't did a podcast episode in a while. I know because he took on another position in the police department. He was just too busy, and we talked about trying to get back to a podcast and trying to do this or do a catch up episode. And it just so how does together. I mean your 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 lifestyle your, your life I mean tons of great stories crazy mm-hmm. military um, all that stuff Philippines and then how do you end up at Disneyland? Oh yeah, <laughs> he said here he didn't want to get on that. Here we See, go. I was gonna go a different way, Shit. but here no, we go. No, 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 here no, we go. I felt like the, the lead up of this my is own. part of the come up. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right, all right. How does that Disneyland? Disneyland. I mean, were you doing special ops for Disneyland? (laughs) For real, huh? For a theme park. (laughs) Another conspiracy. So I ended up, when I came home, and I was like, I'm no longer contracting anymore because my mom being sick, I was like, 48-hour flight is, a six-hour flight is better than a 48-hour flight if something goes down. So I just started going through shit. I was like, who can I go work for? Who can I do this? Who can I do that? And what I thought was that I was applying for, which was... (laughs) 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 I thought that I was applying for... They started... I talked to one of the people, the cast members there, when I first came back. I went to the park. And I was like, all right, like, how do I get your job? You're walking around... What was that job? It was the the canine... I didn't know it was a canine handler position. Okay. He didn't have his fucking dog with him at the time. <laughs> they have canine handlers? Yeah. 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 Damn. So does Knox. Oh, like sniff, yeah. sniffing dogs? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like what, yeah. It's like what Nico does with Nico's yeah. sister. Know, she does, does gun and bomb detection. Yeah. Oh, he just told Knox, me that. Yeah, they're right, contracted right. out. Sorry, okay. go ahead. Sorry, you're good. So I, I'm sitting here talking to him. I see him walking around. I was like, damn, you look different than everybody else. I want your fucking job. How do I do? He's like, just go online and apply. Look for security. You're good. And I'm like, all right, cool. Went and apply for that shit. I went and applied for that shit. I, I got an email back within like the next 15 minutes. I took some tests that they needed me to take. I got an interview date and I went in. Was hard to like, fuck no, it wasn't hard. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as he showed up, here's your Mickey hat. He saw special and security in this. Okay, were you, were you a Disney fan before you before that? I used to. I had a I had an annual pass. Okay, yeah. okay. Other than okay. that, nah. Like it was. It was just like a whatever, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll take that. Let's go." So, so you were. Benefits. What did you do there? What was your? It was security. Or? Yeah. yeah, I started myself, of course, with other people, but I started their guest arrival security. They're like in depth bag check. And What's freaking, the craziest thing you ever found in a bag? A dildo. I was just. <laughs> <laughs> 
You're a little... I'm not going to say you're lying, but I They're trying to get off in the park. No, that's bro. some public, public display. That's shit. weird bringing it to a child place. Yeah, dude, that's fucked you, up. No, bro. When you these, forget it in your dude, bag. that's like worse than a gun, bro. Dude, no, they were that just brought something some, up. I got to look it up. I just, they're probably going to do something freaking that first. Dude, thing. and Jesse yes, elaborated on right? this a little bit. He was saying motherfuckers thought it was all so, dark on some of the rides, and they're trying to get busy. Yes, it's like, dude. Like, yes, I know it's We used to work with our shipping and department, shipping and receiving dude, Jesse, right? Yeah. You guys were both security. Yeah, he was with me. He was security. Security? Yeah, God, I love you, Jesse. Just kidding. Yeah, he's like, I know for a fact that the Ferris wheel, that California Adventure, yeah, some crazy stuff happened. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. One hundred percent. Okay, the first wheel makes sense. You said, you said, you said dildo, and then kids. Do you? Does every? Did anybody? Does anybody watch? Um, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Hell yeah, dude. Do you know this clip? Can I play it so they can hear it in the mic? Go ahead, dude. You guys. Uh oh. I like cream pies as much as the next guy. Are you talking about? That was the whole thing. He was talking about actual cream pies. pies, But you said dildo and kids. So Jesse was just checking bags. Yeah. Okay. Whoa, whoa. Like security guard. Don't talk trash. That's security. No, I'm not talking trash. That's the forefront of security. I'm not going to talk trash about the bag. Yeah, motherfuckers can't bring in guns because of these guys. Bro, do you know in. The type of shit, like what goes in play to make sure that whole entire park is fucking safe. Ah, it's gotta be crazy. Yeah, they have a huge security force underground, right? Yeah. Or or backstage. Like there's no. There's, I thought it was no, under the no, park. No, like, they, 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 as far as I know, like there's even cameras in places you wouldn't yeah. think there's cameras. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I can imagine. Like that. It, because of the fact uh, that because of the fact that not even police officers can bring their firearms in. Yeah, yeah. No. They have to they have to lock them up lock in certain up. spots in, in hotels backstage and all that shit right there. I bet you the guys that are always checking the cameras in like Pirates of the Caribbean like, oh, another couple making out again. Oh, yeah, 100%, oh, bro. Like it's I'm telling you, I don't want to I don't shit. I don't want I don't <laughs> I don't want to cease and desist off of this shit, but I'm just saying like you like think of your most wildest and craziest situation to ever go down anywhere growing up. And it goes down there. Oh, that's a great. truth, dude. But that's the thing. It's like so many people from around the world, so many people per day. Like, it makes sense. Like, but it's so much parents like happen. doing bumps while they're there with their kids. Yes, bro. Oh, oh yes. no shit. I've, I've had to, I have had to, <laughs> me, like being there, I've had to have Anaheim PD remove kids from their parents. Because they had drugs? or Because oh. they had drugs. I had a mom who was so fucking drunk with a, I think the kid was maybe one or two years old. Oh, that's terrible. Straight dude. up fall down, like lose her fucking way, drunk off her. I don't know how you can afford that shit because it's expensive. It is. But like just straight up flop. And we're the dad the same way, and I and PD came in. Dude, that's a shit. You know what I mean? Like it that's gets bad. But you know what? At least it happened there because imagine how bad it fucking was at home. Yeah. And maybe maybe it was. That's for the well. Best. That's you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like yeah. so. Well, maybe maybe it wasn't. Maybe they just had a Vegas situation like that. There was no with their kids. With their kids. I I don't even but have like, no kids, and it's I all need case to do by that. case. Yeah, yeah it's case by case. But everybody has their thing when they get there. But they they all have like. It's it's interesting. Yeah, I'll just put it to you that way, and it kind of ruined it for me. Like as I even when I go right now, because I'll walk around and I'll see certain things going on with the folks who work there, and I'm like, oh, this just happened. That just happened because I was there for so long. How long were you right, there? Right, That's right. what I was gonna. I ask. was there from 16 to what. 18. Why leave? Okay. It seems like a good company to work for. I, I mean, does it have good um, 
retirement or a good all of that all, everything all of that but for me at the time i didn't have course. i didn't have my son i wasn't married i was just a young dude out here getting it and a buddy of mine that i grew up with back out in georgia they moved over here didn't know it ran into him at the gym and his dad started a security slash investigation company hmm. so at that time that was paying like mm -hmm. it was paying a lot mm -hmm. and well what was a lot at that time and I, it, it, it funded and funneled everything that I needed, my card note, all of that stuff. Disney at the time was only giving up maybe because I was a vet, like $15, $16 an hour. Oh, it wasn't that much. Yeah. yeah. So, God, so once, they, once they said, once the, co the, the investigation company was like, yo, we want to bring you on full time, I was like, oh, all right, cool. Peace out. And I left Disney not thinking... I mean, I was like, oh, I got medical covered VA. Oh, yeah, you got you know? VA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But now when I look at it, I, I still i am like, damn... The benefits were great. I looked at my 401k at the time. That shit was still popping. I was like, shit, if I would have stuck it out, yeah. this could have been like so much more than what it was when I finally looked into it. I didn't even know I was putting money back. <laughs> I looked at the account. I was like, oh, it's three Young grand. Young man's game right there. Oh, yeah. so, it was like, all right. So you're all after action now. Yeah. That's it. That's it. No other gig. I would love to have another gig because I'm tired of sitting at home. Mm. It's because I'm there. I wake up in the morning. I go in the garage. I print. You know. So it's just yeah, making yeah. you enough money. To I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you a part time job. What you want me to do? I work with the, Jesse at, in the at, back at the gun store. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll work you in the back. Fit right in, buddy. Wait, I, I, not I, in the back. Not in the back for you though. Up front, we got uh, enough people in the back. Well, sure. So you're we're, just, we're missing D now. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, Dig D spot. Our boy Darius isn't here anymore. Yeah, I heard. How does it go from <laughs> a whoa, thought? Whoa, look at his whoa. face. Look at his face. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> zoom, zoom. Whoa. No, I didn't know who. I didn't. I don't. Dude I don't was just know. here a couple weeks ago. I just I don't know. I, just hung out with him. I always yeah. miss him yeah, now that here. I'm in the back. I don't. Yeah. I don't know who did what or what happened. He just told me that he was no longer there, and he said that it was because of some situation or another. He didn't call anybody out. He he was actually very professional about the situation. He is great. Fuck. He is. Yeah. He had a lot of stuff. He had a lot of stuff going on. We had a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. I love D still. I mean. You know, Jesse was here too. Jesse and D were two customers that became employees. Now yeah. I have a few more. Yeah. But you know, sometimes things run their course, and you know it has to be good for him and his life, and, yeah. and for the business. Vice versa, like it has we're, to go both ways. We're, we're all good, and we're, that's how it yeah. was. That's how it was with Disney. It had to go both ways. I was I wasn't making enough money over there. You know, somebody else offered me a better pay. I was like, all right, I got to go. Yeah. Is this so with this, is this enough for you to be able it to? Is, it's, it's running enough right now. Could I, do I want to make more? Yes. Could Instagram allow me to make more if they stop fucking with my page? Yeah. Uh, How do we do that? I just have to How continue. do we get it going? More? My whole thing now is, I, I'm going to be honest, I'm just done with focusing so much on Instagram. And focusing on a broadband of the, U, the the whole globe, you know what I mean? Like right now, but how do you do I, that? I, I how do you do that? Yeah, you do what Randall Pitch did down the road with Live Fit, and you focus on Orange County and trying to take. That's what he was area. saying. He's he's moving it like back uh, in. I saw your post. Yeah, I saw your post. Just hitting a lot of Orange County, like hitting there, and then it starts to spread. It, it starts it to organically. Spread. Will start. Look at to look at look at Violent Gentlemen. Yeah. yeah, those are my boys, my camera. Yeah. I, I see what he, I saw people started, started in telling garage, in the dude. garage. You told me that. Yep. And I was like, he started in his garage, and now he's all over. He's throughout Orange County, got deals with the Ducks. Oh, dude. Everybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, deals with a lot of and now yeah. he's now <laughs> done it over with. Whereas. My, my company's still in my garage. 
Oh yeah, he has C10 Aero. What's your company again? C10 Aero. C10 Worldwide. That's one of the reasons he got hired. Not only that I was friends through our car club, mm -hmm. which I was still petitioning them, but he built his page to 121,000 followers organically before yes. I even hired him. That was his. That was his resume. Yeah, that right. was his interview. Right. Was that right there? So the thing, how you were. I think going back to like, uh, how do you make this brand successful and, and whatnot? Right. I think you can make it successful because it's your passion. Yeah. Same thing with me in the classic car industry. Like. That was my passion. I didn't. I didn't go into it thinking like, "Oh, I'm gonna make money." Like, yeah. No, it was like, "Oh shit, let me. I want to post up some rides. Like, I'm gonna. Mm -hmm. I'm about to build mine. Right. Let me post up some different rides. So people can really see different versions of whatever. And it could be home built trucks to, you know, million dollar trucks. I didn't yeah. care. I wanted to post anything and everything. Right. And then it was like, cool. Well, one of my buddies was like, "Don't start a brand. Like, get a logo." And I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck it. I'm already doing it. Right. Like, why not?" And then that's where it started. Um, so yeah, for me with C Tenera, like I started it in 2014, right? And yeah, it's just fucking blown the fuck up. It's blown like, the I, fuck I, up. I ship nationwide. I ship worldwide. Damn, I mean, bro. I get monthly to like I've Germany, uh, you know, Kuwait, uh, you know, everywhere, Canada. China? I think when that everywhere I ship everywhere. <laughs> Canada, Ukraine? that shit is not coming back here. Yeah. <laughs> but for me, I, I I took on that. I did get. I do get international orders mainly in Canada, Spain. I had Spain, Brazil. I've had uh, the UK big time because all the British Royal Marines over there, they fuck with it. But it is my passion. The canine portion of it is Just going to ask about the dog part. Yeah. The canine portion of it is because of my friend who took his own life. And I swore after that, I, I did a lot. And I'm not trying to say it on a bragging portion. I did a lot to make sure that his dog was removed out of the environment that it was in, sent to his mom, sent to another owner, and then now, because of a certain situation, the dog's being sent to a place where he can actually run around and be free. And be home to My go. dedication to the canine community, well, my, how do I want to put this? Yeah, dedication, in the, the, the way that I, the energy that I put in for the canine community is because of him. Because I want you know his memory in a sense to keep going on and, and, and being able to show love because it's a lot of work which I'll put into it. It was a lot of work at what he put into his dog, and people need to understand that not just because oh there's a nice little dog let me go try and pet it. No, you can't just go run over and pet the fucking dog because the owner trained the dog to be to do a certain thing, service animals and things of that nature. My dog, I fell in love with it because. My dog, which is a little mini Australian Shepherd, he sleeps on the bed with me. But the thing that he does is, is when I have bad fucking nights and I'm fucking punching my damn dresser in my sleep, he comes over and he fucking pounces on me and he wakes me up. And mm -hmm. I instantly wake up. He's done it before. Damn. And he wakes me up. That's when he's crazy. having weird ass nights, I wake him up and I just uh, go over there, rub his back, and get him going. So that's rad. So the dogs. I got my Malinois. Everybody knows that, right? Yes. Heavy into training. We all do. Heavy everybody. into training. We all right? know this. Everybody knows that. <laughs> you right? have a but, dog? But, but <laughs> so, hey, it makes everybody's life better, I think. Oh, okay. Dude, great dog. <laughs> but, um, great, good relationship. But, but the, were they as, I got into it and I jumped in like fucking face first, whole body, yeah. like I'm about it. Was the dog seen as big? I just didn't realize it because I wasn't in it. Was it that big before? I said, really, just started to blow up with dog up. and all the Malinois or all the all the Instagram videos and it shit. Like that. It's up. more well, recent. I think That's an the honest dog question. scene in general started blowing up during with the COVID. pandemic. 
because now everybody you got, a dog you got, yeah, everybody and their fucking cousin became a dog trainer. To be honest, oh, I lost my job. I could train a all, dog. All, all those, all those COVID people out there, not like, people who have stuck with their dogs. Y'all are, uh, in my opinion, you're a bunch of. If you didn't keep your dog and you're not still training your dog, you're a horrible individual. You know it's big because what's that I'm movie they made honest. with Magic Mike? Yeah, the fucking dog. Oh, yeah, dog. It's called Dog. Right? Yeah, it was, it was a good movie. I enjoyed <laughs> no, no, it. No, no, so did I. No, it was really good. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, look at but the that's dog how you know it's like used, it's big now. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I have spent the last not only just the previous dog that I was telling you about my buddy's dog. That's a shepherd, though, right? Yeah, that's a shepherd. Yeah. I have spent in working with a lot of these companies who rehome and rehouse dogs and dogs who are in shelters. I've, it's two of them right now that I'm trying to find people to take because someone went and oh it's just such an amazing dog I want a Belgian Mal and now the dog's in the fucking shelter pending yeah, euthanization yeah. you know what I mean I want to do that if I had all the money Death in the world that's dogs. the shit that that's what I would do yeah. it uh, would do something to do with animals real quick this all seems very everything you're describing as far as your business goes mm-hmm. it all seems out of reach at least in my point of view yeah. so if you had advice to people my age men and women like what would be your advice as far as what you what do you, you got go going? About it? How, How do you, you go about it? What's what's the stuff? To start up or just, just what do you got? Start up, continue. For me, if you get, if you have an idea, mm-hmm. you make sure that it's the idea that you're gonna lock into. Like you said, passionate about. Be very passionate about it. Mm-hmm. You make your plan, and something. What my favorite rapper said: You make your plan. You stick to your plan, and you run that plan all the way up. You don't defer Mm -hmm. from the plan. You don't let anybody say, no, don't do that plan. Mm -hmm. You need to go back and do this because I'll be honest with you, and I'll probably get yelled at whenever this episode comes out, but my wife thought that it was a bad idea. She said, no, I don't do that. Mm -hmm. She told me, she was like, you know, I don't think it's a good idea. I feel like the only people that's going to buy your stuff is going to be your families and your closest friends. Mm -hmm. Probably because she was worried about security. She was. Right, right, right. Which that part is fair. But at the same time, even your closest ally, you're saying, could say, hey, it's my idea. And I said, and I told her, I said, no, I'm going to keep doing this Mm -hmm. and as long as I possibly can because not only is it, it's just, for me, it's more than, a flag, a T-shirt, or a sticker. Mm-hmm. I get on the phone. If a customer calls me, I get on the phone with that guy. If they, they don't call me. If they email me, they send an email and they message me on my website, I get on the phone and I fucking talk to that customer. I'm not going to email them back. Mm-hmm. I want them to understand that I am as passionate about their order as they are passionate about their order. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do everything that I possibly can and get your shit out to you. It's just me. Please understand, but it's on the way. Mm-hmm. And I talked to them for that. The reason why I started doing it, and I mentioned it somewhere else, is because I got on the phone, not on the phone, I had an email from a guy in the UK who was going to, through a lot of depression, mental, you know, health issues and so on. And he was just like, oh, I expected it at this time. It didn't show up. And you understand how that can cause, you know, a spiral. And I'm going through this and so on and so on. And in my mind, I'm like, fuck, is this guy going to off himself because of me? Damn, that's and a I lot said, of and I shit said, to put on your shoulders. It was over a t-shirt, over a t-shirt. It yeah. But it's like it's those. Everybody's going through something. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody's. Yeah. It's going those through little. It's and those you didn't even little think triggers. About that shit. I didn't even think about it. Mm. But it's those little triggers. And my whole thing is, is that when this shit arrives in the mail, it's almost like somebody coming and waiting on a ten day hold to come totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Yeah. Like, oh, finally, I got it. Right, right. What yeah. do I do? And you going home and you probably taking pictures of it and you sending it to your friends and like, yo, I finally got this joint, whatever, whatever. And they're happy with it. And for me, since Josh died, it's giving those little spurts of joy to people. Is you giving don't know them where they're, you don't know where they're at. Where they're at. It gives them at. that. It gives them for yeah. me. It gives them the extra twenty four to forty eight. 
it at least gave them six hours to take a picture, post it on Instagram, get their comments, get their likes, and that that, that releases that stimulant. Like, oh, yeah, you they can know? put the T-shirt on. Exactly. They can wear it. They can it wear it. They can show it off. They can go out. I, I, came, I came here the other day, and I brought Jesse. I didn't come here for shit else. I came here just to bring mm-hmm. Jesse his order. And he said, oh, man, I'm about to get ready to go out and do yada, yada, yada. I got a date or some shit. And I'm like, okay, all right, he's bro. Lying. Whoa. <laughs> no, Dang, that's a whole other yes, job, he dude. was telling the truth. He was telling I want to know now. No, 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 no. He was uh, telling the truth. Dang, good for him. Go on, yeah. go on, go on. So I, I, I brought him. <laughs> you leave Jesse alone. Even though he's a Ducks fan. He's yeah. no, even though he's a Ducks he's fan, a you Ducks leave man. him alone. But I, I brought him his shit because that, that was a stimulant. He said, I want to wear something new. Yeah. I want to go on this date and that's I want to look good. And I said, here you go, bro. I hand delivered it to him. That's fucking awesome. I drove all the way over here. That's fucking. Dude, that's commitment. I had nothing else to do, to, no other business on this side other than to bring him his. Yeah. I had a guy who was from Redlands. He was a police officer. He came to San Clemente to drop some shit off. I'm not sure what it was. And they were driving back. And he messaged me and he's like, hey, man, uh, a couple of my guys want some shirts. Where are you going to be at? You know, can I stop by? Can you shoot me your address? I know you're in the Orange, in the Orange County area. And I was like, yeah, bro, pull up to the house. Damn, see, you're crazy. I what's a, what's his name? It, it wasn't oh, Armando, see, was it? See, no. I got a boy that's Redlands, and he does all the Roca stuff for us for right. a lot of the dog stuff. But anyway. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, okay, go ahead. Sorry. But I know it's like it's crazy. You yeah, want people to come yeah. over to my house. But the thing you is, don't look, I don't, I don't give not, them. If you were as big as him, you'd be straight. <laughs> right. I that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Shit, my address, all, my, okay. all my stuff has P.O. Box. Yeah, but see, I don't give... I don't give the exact address and you don't see where yeah. I'm coming from because yeah. of all honesty, how you, you know, I said just pull up. Yeah. I could be visiting somebody in this spot and yeah. I just want you to come. But I told him, you know, I'm picking up my son. If you will wait, you know, wait, come up, I'll give you your stuff. But I, I feel people out before I invite them in and around. I mentioned that to you before because of my kid. Yeah, and because of Jeff and Scott, too. We talked about it, too. So one thing about yours, right, and I'm not going to interject on his answer. I wanted to see what his take was on it. The problem I have, not Wait, with your not with your generation. Jeff you were, and Ty, though, right? I'm yeah, confused. Yeah, okay. Jeff and Ty. Yeah, okay. yeah, so he knows Jeff and Ty real well. We'll yeah. touch on that in a second. Yeah. But going back to your original yeah. one, what advice could you give for somebody of this generation? Right, exactly. Talk about the grind. Mm-hmm. See, that's what I was brought up on. That's how I made my money. That's how I lived and survived in sales. That's I how we did it here. And not, not Tristan, not Tristan, because he's grinded and he's worked a lot for us at least, mm-hmm. right? But for these other, this, the other, the other people yeah. that fucking TikTok famous, Instagram famous, fucking influencers, you're doing trendy dances on TikTok, and I'm like, the fuck skill set do you have, bro? Right. Like. But they don't know how to grind when it gets bad or when you got to work. And that's what I feel like that one that a lot of people are missing is that fucking going out to those, going out and hitting all those fucking things where you sell one shirt, two shirts. It's like bands coming up. I was about to say, it's like bands. Totally. Like just shut the fuck up and do your work. Fucking work. They don't. And it's like they, they, they sit back and they stress on small shit. I still have my security certifications. I still pay for that shit. I still have both of my degrees. My dad had, my dad was, I ain't trying to diss Jamaicans, but we all know Jamaicans got like 10, 12 jobs living in <laughs> South Florida, right? Mm. My dad had all of those jobs. He was a roofer. He did security work. He still worked for the police department. You, you can't cut, you could. You can't cut that man off. Take what you can get, exactly. basically, right? And bust your ass. If this, if this fails, 
then I'm going back to the security industry or I'm putting you one of on my another di- grind. Yeah, exactly. on to the next. Yeah, on to okay. the next. Yeah. I'm not going. F- I'm not going fucking. That's lose. see, maybe that's the key. Is the person? It, it's the drive. But it's what it, I was you taught. Gotta have the, right, it, it, no, hundred percent. And are these kids these days actually getting that? Right, because right. my my thing was when we had this here, right? A lot of people don't know this. We had months where That's we right. did fifty thousand, fifty five thousand dollars in a month. When I had five employees, and John's like, I got one more month left in me, oh, and that's it. Fuck. And so we got to fucking go. Mm-hmm. And it's just me. I had these guys working, right? But I'm. I drove the Instagram. I, I I worked on that, right? And that amount of pressure on my there. shoulders. But when your back's against the fucking wall like yep. that, like, what are you going to do? And my answer was, we're not going to fail. Nope. I will not fucking fail. I will yeah. not accept that. And I feel like this generation doesn't have that conviction. Nope. They don't have the grit. Yeah, I, I just don't feel it. Maybe shit. maybe the Marine Corps could do it for them. Maybe, you know, maybe. It's, you know, it's, like, it's not. But they have, no, I, I feel like they have no I, sense of reality, me, though, like no. with all the. Well, well it, can you get introduced to that? Can that be taught? No. There's just so much shit going on today. At but the it's same not time. even that, dog. It's, 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 so, it's convoluted. I had so much shit going on. Well, when, for, I was, for, when, I, when, I, when I got out of Marine Corps and I was going to college. Right. Too many distractions is what I'm saying. I've faced homelessness. Mm. I faced fucking hunger where I only had some rice and that shit, and it reverted mm-hmm. back to when I was born, oh, yeah. born and raised in the South. My dad used to have to dig through the couch. My parents dug through the couch to find change Dang. to put some fucking rice and damn stewed oranges. tomatoes on. I remember on. rice and oranges when I was a little But young. for me, I I don't. I was close, and one of the reasons why I go out to Veterans Row and I donate product and all that stuff to them because I was close to being there. Mm-hmm. And for me, there is no excuse. I can't blame that shit on you, you, or you, any of that shit, because right, you right. white or whatever. Well, fuck so that's the case different. You can blame it, but you didn't. That, that, that's, that's a good but point. You can blame it, doesn't yeah, make it valid. But tell me, that's what I'm right. saying is that he could have, but he fucking was like, no, what the fuck? But he's going, going back to home. But that was taught at home. That was and it goes back to at it goes back to at home. Like, how do we switch it up? But that's like you're talking about changing my generation. And the ones that are opposite of me, we'll just say to say it nicely. Yeah. How do you change them to make their kids not hard, but it's never going. I'm gonna be honest with you, bro, and I give you a prime example. You're gonna be like Justin. You fucking see, my son played a game. He played out uh, in the flag league. They were beating the kids. Like they were, they were. It was a tough game. There was two fouls that were called. Do you understand that? Do you know that one of the parents went over to the referee and said, "This is not what my, what we signed up for. We want to stop the game." <laughs> Why? Because it was too physical? Because it was too physical Flag? and they were losing. Did they stop the game? They forfeited the game. They really did? They wow. forfeited the game. That's the See, problem this right is there. The problem. That's the fucking it's problem. The, but, but it goes back to what you were saying. It's at home. That's right? what I... Right. Like my, See, gr- my grit your, your and everything comes from home. Your good workers, but bad parents. No, my, no, mine. <laughs> I'm the baby of seven, dude. So yeah. my dad, my dad took out everything he learned with those other six on me. Yeah. So Guess like, what? This generation you know? didn't get spanked. No. Did you? Nope. Dude. Hell, hell. no. Well, did you say yes? Because I, I did. Well, here, let me put it this way. The exception, You're older than, the exception older than him. like me, doesn't make the rule. However, in my case, yeah, I was getting the belt. I was getting the fucking chocolate. See, but you're Fuck a yeah. fucking good kid and a good worker. Probably because I was getting the belt. Well, no, that's my point. That's my point. If there's was, no consequences to your no. actions, you do whatever the fuck you exactly. want. Exactly. Yep. That's why you're on the podcast. If, if, and that's one of the problems is that <laughs> the parents these days refuse. Some parents refuse to do that. I don't know who wrote this fucking book talking about you need to have a conversation with your kid and be best friends <laughs> with them. Dude, but, but that's, unfortunately, not best friends. That's the core. Later, the examples you guys were putting. 
my pops called the cops on me when I was eight years old. I thought he was joking. Yeah. What? Yeah, What'd you steal something? Rolled up. Yeah, I stole my buddy's wallet because I really liked it. There was <laughs> nothing in it. There was nothing um, in the wallet. Allegedly. Right. Hey, my dad allegedly. called. They took forever. They look, took like three hours. Now I know you he lived called in the, body the, the non-emergency right. number. <laughs> and he was like, look, I'm just trying to set an example. Yeah, sure enough, cops rolled up. They like had me out there and they're giving me this. They don't do like, that yeah, shit no take more. Yeah. To jail. And uh, I, I was eight years old. I was crying my back eyes to out. the back to the Benitas. Guess what I did? That's what that was it, again. right? And we got to talk about yep. the court case real quick. Do we want to take a quick intermission to grab a slice of pizza? Because I know everybody's hungry. Yeah, real yeah, bit. go for it. We not want to stop the flow. Yeah, quick. Sure, wait, right. wait, but back to back to Dom's uh, point here. Yeah. So no, that's so call the cops on your kids. Like you were saying, like you 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 got the chancla. Like I got you know I got. I messed up at school. I got home to a few good whacks. Yeah. Fuck yeah. It I never you, did that it makes again. You I not, did something other right. stuff. Right. It makes right. you All right, cool. So now we're going to hop to some questions from the viewers. Um, these are people that, you know, send us questions via IG, our stories. This is another one from Miller. <laughs> <laughs> I talked to him today. We were de- we slid in each other's DMs. Oh, shit. Uh, How's he doing? Sorry. He's doing good. He said he misses us. He's going to be coming down in a couple months, so hopefully we'll have him on the podcast. That would be rad. Yeah. Miller, Justin, who we're talking about, used to be the warehouse manager for Strike Industries, but now the Namaste AKs that we get, yeah. he, he's building those in Idaho. All those. Damn. We got a new. We have a new one coming in. Should I release that? What our new one coming in is? New one coming in is we're going to get four uh, Romanian and four Yugoslavian. Looks like 70s and 70s or 70s and 80s. I just want to oh. shoot one. Dude, they're dope. Right? I want to shoot, shoot one so fucking bad. You guys can shoot mine. They're not as, mine's not as cool, but it's almost... Oh, it shoots pretty damn straight too. You, you shot mine, on. yeah, with your eBay, with your Amazon fucking optic mount. <laughs> this oh guy in fucking Amazon, it works, it, it, dude. Dude, it bangs. His it bangs. AK looks pretty fucking and legit. It, it, yeah. it shoots well, dude. But anyway, go cool. ahead. Sorry. Thank you. Uh, let's go to the first question here. Um, SK Chama Eleven. Sammy Chama. Chama, motherfucker. Ask what was the reason for opening rifle supply? Ooh. You probably answer that the best, right? Well, we, we, we didn't open it. Why, so. why don't we wait? Why don't we wait for yeah, uh, that's, John? That's a John. That will be touched yes. on yeah, in yeah. a John yeah. We didn't open so, it, so we can't answer that question. Stand right? by, yeah. Chama. So Chama will get that soon. one when we get John on, which we very soon. Uh, I hate needles. Is Raw going to flag everyone oh again? My Fuck God. you. <laughs> Whatever, Nico. I just gave you a nice Skittles. shout out about you and Maze. Jeez. Just so you know, it's every fucking day. Okay, RKB underscore underscore tactical said, when's the invite coming D after actions range day? Ooh. Oh, that's for you, buddy. Uh, do, you, do, you know, do you know him? First name? Do you want to pull it up? Uh, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> coming you soon. Know, you know, uh, that has been a thing under in, in, in the back of my mind. I've always wanted to do a range day. That's something that I've, I've tried. Um, with my camping trips, I've always taken, like, I hit vets up, I hit local people up, I'm like, yo, let's go hit the desert and just shoot. Teach people, you know, or just bring people together. My whole thing is community. Community. Yeah. Why, don't we, why don't we just do it? Yeah. We, we, got, we, got pl- we got plenty of connections. That's a good question. Why don't we just do it? And we've always, we've always wanted to. Right. We could have a sponsor, sponsor your event. Right. I would yeah. love that. If, if What you don't know, back to that question. Okay, and, hold and on. I'll take back my sponsor. Just no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you've, 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 you've actually already sponsored it because that's how I met Jeff. 
Mm. Oh, really? That's how I met Jeff. That's how Jeff and I uh, relationship started is that he reached out to me when he was on the Mew. I invited him. What's the Mew? Marine Expeditionary Unit. Perfect. Thank you. Mew. M-E-U. <laughs> I didn't know it. A lot of no. things I don't know, no, so I want to learn it. Marine Expeditionary Unit. They have them on both sides. Not going to go deep into it. Okay. But he reached out to me and the Mew. He, started, he was trying to start his brand. I was giving him the pointers. We ended up meeting up. I told him that one of the things I want to start doing is taking active duty as well as veterans out to the desert, wherever, range, camp, build a fire, kind of just build camaraderie and relationships. And that's how I've helped him through some of his toughest situations that he's had in the Marine Corps. Is it big? um, Well, Jeff's still in and Mm -hmm. Ty, as everybody knows, they work up front for us, both two active Marines. Um, The twins? the, I call them the twins because the they both have the CHP mustaches. Um, um, Porn is it? I know that there's different things that the government funds because uh, my buddy Dustin Wynn, who owns North County Canine, yeah. um, former Marine, um, he there's like a reassimilation program mm-hmm. that a lot of that a lot of Marines can get into. That the like the, so the federal government will pay me to bring them on right. to help them learn a trait right. or different things like that. I may be off base on this, but that's just no, kind of what... Oh, there's there's okay. some things that they... So when it comes down to it, and I try to preach this to a lot of active duty folks who are getting ready to get out, is that don't go jumping into your post 9-11 GI Bill right away. You, you go and you jump into your vocational rehabilitation. It depends on your disability rating. You have to have, unless they changed it, you have to have at least a 10% disability rating. You go to the VA, you tell them that this is what I'm trying to do. They will use that to get you under some sort of trait, skill, whatever, or another. So if you want to teach someone gunsmithing, gunsmithing, then the VA will reach out to you if your name is on that list or if that veteran has a, they know you. Right, And they'll say, hey, I know Justin at Rifle Supply. I know Raul, Tristan, so on. They'll be like, hey, can you teach this kid gunsmithing? This is what he wants to do. They will, like the way the Post 9 works is, is that you collect BAH. They get paid for it. You collect, you could potentially collect, I believe, a government, you know, percentage off of your right. taxes and shit like that. And they'll be able to come and learn. They'll pick up that trait and then they can go out and find employment. You have the decision to hire them if you want. It's like an internship, basically. Basically. So they'll fund that. They'll, they fund a lot That's of that That's probably what Dustin was talking about, too. The only thing that worries me a little bit, too, and everybody knows I'm as pro-vet, armed for everything, pro-the service, <clears throat> the mental state when they come back working in a gun store. Mm-hmm. It's tough. I even asked you, right? I'm not shy. Jeff and Ty know I asked you about everything with yeah. them, right? Is it is it something that I should worry about, we should worry about? As a gun store, I know everybody's in a little bit of a different spot, you know, and I think you've helped out some former Marines and some still probably still enlisted to work yeah. through some stuff. Is there um, is there things that you're doing to help better their mental state, too? That's what I'm working. That's what I've been doing. Is I, I, Jeff is Jeff is my example of what I was working on and still currently working on. He went through some shit while his time with his enlisted. I mean, with his uh I call them supervisors, his staff, NCOs, NCOs, and so on, until he just picked up. He picked up corporal in October, I want to be, if I'm correct. And as a lance corporal in the infantry world, <coughs> now the toxicity of the military is what's causing people to get out. You have these leaders who there's guys who didn't, guys and girls who didn't go get to go on block leave. Block leave happens during the holidays. And they said, no, fuck that. You're not going to be able to leave. 
Whereas when I was in, my staff would go, all right, you want to go? You plow, you push your leave in, we'll send you home. They need that break. Yeah, it's, We're not at war right now. When we were at war, they were denying leave because you're about to get ready to deploy, and the, we needed those bodies. Because let's just be honest, it's just a numbers game. But now you're getting the not necessarily one for us it was hazing it was you're being brought into a group they gave you brotherly love you got your ass kicked but the person that whooped your ass they give you hugs and teach you your job it's now like supply <laughs> <laughs> but now it's like you're you're just being hazed for no fucking reason and when i found jeff he broke it, a lot of stuff down for me internally and he has a good headspace to where it doesn't affect his his work ethic or who he is as a person and now I would say yes. Then I would say yes. Because a lot of these guys and girls who are coming back from previous situations, that post-Afghan Abbey Gate time, they're working through a lot of stuff and nobody's helping them work through it. Mm. So when I, when I brought them over, I knew that they were going to be in good hands. Right. Just because of the relationship that we had already built. And we weren't even in a full relationship. We knew of each other. We talked totally. to in passing. But just that little bit, I know you busy, you running a, you know, a big time business and you have stuff that you had to do, but you took time to, to fuck with me. Right. So when that happened, I'm like, yo, I know where I can send these to because they were on the verge of fucking delivering pizza. I'm dead ass serious. Mm. They, they applied for Domino's, <laughs> you know? Well, I'm glad they didn't. They do a great job. Of but it. I would say if oh, you bring yeah. anyone in, yeah. talk to them and figure out where their mindset's at first. Fair enough. Uh, let's see here. Um, any recommend, uh, well, Carter V four eleven says any recommendations of ranges that offer the CCW eight hour course? FT three. FT three. That's where I would go. TJ Johnson. Mike Hernandez. Mike Hernandez. Yeah, TJ Johnson. I believe is still teaching over there. Mike Hernandez. That was always one of Vegas favorites. What's the Dom Slapback or? Oh, the TRB guys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Tap Bang. Yeah. TRB. You, you seriously still you're always going to sound like that. he doesn't sound like a he sounds like a stripper like coming to the stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who? You. Oh. oh. Uh, that your, radio face. It's your side hustle, bro. Side Ladies hustle. and gentlemen, coming to the stage, we got Jason Tyler. <laughs> uh, let me see. Look, you got another one here. 323 smash. When are we going to have a shooting range day so we can pull up? Look, you got people asking for range day, man. Let's do it. Listen, it's 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 coming. And y'all want it, and that's what I do. I listen to every follower. I listen to every customer. If you want it, we will work for it. I got the right people right here in my corner. And we're going to make it happen. I think we happen. could do something, right? We're going to sponsor yeah. it. Yeah, we could. Got we, it. We, yeah. we call days. it Route 66. We could do different things. Rahagis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. BLM land. Dude, they best. can make their way out to Arizona. A couple couple people can stay at my house. Other people right. can stay at a hotel and we can go shoot at it and go to the bar afterwards. I'm down. Like, Let's make a camping trip. Let's do it. Oh, fuck. All right. Uh, so fun. Orion. Under like, I'm out. Is this glamping? I'm out. I, I like I like bathroom. <laughs> Orion underscore the underscore bear asks, what's good, brother? What was the biggest hurdle when you decided to launch AA Debrief? And how did you clear that hurdle? The biggest hurdle was it was my mental health it was trying to figure out if during tough months if i want to keep going or if i don't want to keep going if i want to finish all everything in my inbox and just call it quits and curtains because i because of financial situations i cleared that hurdle 
when people who are sending in these questions and who are asking for certain things, who are saying, hey, can we do this? Hey, can we do that? Or folks don't know, that's my actual phone number and my contacts. And they message me and they say, hey, bro, keep running that shit up. Don't stop. That's when they say that. I, got, I had a conversation with a Homeland Security guy on my way here. Talked to him all the way from the 22 right here. He said, keep running it up, bro. We're paying attention. We're watching. We appreciate everything you're doing. When I get those messages, that's the, when I clear that hurdle. And I go back. I look at my hard drive, and I see what other design I could put out or what other saying or text or whatever the fuck it is, and I put it back out there because it goes back to giving somebody else another 24. Are you it's worried? Support, support, too. Are you worried that ever it's ever going to get to the point where – you can't. You're gonna not have that connection anymore. You're too big to where you can't have that direct connection with the people. Like I'll that. never do that. It's a loaded question. Yeah, well, it only it's a loaded question because it's so <laughs> well, hard not to. It's so hard no, for us to keep yeah. our culture as we've well, No, that's bigger. why I'm saying it's hard, dude. Yeah. I, I'm just yeah. yeah. that's how we are. How we've been so small and growing, and it's just like hard to. You start keep hiring that employees. Same it's just hard doing that. It's, no one. It's, it's, it's hard. Yeah. But do you worry about that, or do you just don't? It, it, cro- it, it. Like, it we'll has see. crossed my mind. If I ever get to the point where I got like ten employees and I can't answer emails anymore, it has crossed my mind. But what I what I will do is just like how you said, you look at to see if he's answering questions at eleven yeah. p.m. at night. That's what I'll do. And you know what? You don't have to. As 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 this thing grew, and I delegated tasks to a lot of different yeah. people. Tristan ran the front, and Chuck ran this, and that ran that. You can still hold on to things that you want to hold on to. Right. So if you want to, so do, not doing all the rest of it, but just saying, I'm just going to answer emails. Cool. You just fucking answer emails. Yeah. So my a guy we met at SHOT Show, Mikey Hartman, he's the CEO of MCK, C-A-A-M-C-K. He still runs their fucking Instagram. Yeah. Won't let it go. So that so getting those employees will allow you to do exactly what you want to do. If yours is interaction with those customers, then you keep that interaction with those yeah. customers. Because that's Can't. how you keep, that's how you keep people. One thing that Disney taught me is that's how you keep people coming back. If you go to Disney and you have a damn problem, and of course you're gonna get whatever. Can't bring my dildo in. No, no, I didn't. I didn't tell them. I didn't tell them they couldn't bring it in. I let them do what you want to do. Just don't do nothing crazy. I already have to call management. Yeah, but see if you did. You hold it up like this. Uh, We got a winner. What is this? Is this a gun? But but what? What color was it? Right. Shit, dog. It was a black one. Oh. It was straight black. <laughs> I've had all right. So I've had black. How did that make I've you had, feel? I've had the I've had the little vibrating rabbit before. The little the little mobile. Wait, one. so <laughs> it at Disneyland? Wait, so it wasn't one or time. at the theme no. park. It was multiple. Yes, it was multiple. Yeah. Oh, for one it was person? multiple. No, oh, no. multiple just times. Okay, people. yeah, yeah. I, yeah. You get them those those individuals who just have that drive twenty four seven or some shit. And Do you the, think the they just forget one, about it and leave it in there? Or well, that's what purposely the, bring it in there. That's what the first one was. She said that she was coming from somewhere else. They, you know, Disney was part of the stop. <laughs> coming from somewhere. Uh, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no the, nobody goes to Disneyland. I always passing by, and you know, I'm just stopping. Yeah. 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 Did you plan this? Yeah. You pack that go back. Yeah, yeah. 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 God damn, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that 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 is uh, we, that was the hurdle one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah that was that. that was how I get o- get over my hurdles because I, I live. Just like I think anybody else, I live in my head a lot. And I had, I've in, in the past, I've had those emails. I had one email. It still sticks to me today. If the dude ended up watching this podcast, and it is what it is, I'm talking about you. You told me to get my head out of my ass and stop taking people's money if I can't do stuff in a certain amount of time. And I said, you know what, bro? Wow. I said, I'm not Amazon. 
Yeah, yeah. They ruined it for everybody. I'm not oh, Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instant gratification. I don't yeah. have 12 fleet freaking 747 jets that'll get you your shit next day. Unfortunately, right, it's right. not happening. Yeah. And I'm a family man. I have a son that needs my attention, and I refuse to take that away from him because it's already, and not to get too deep in a personal situation, it's already happened to him. Right. So I refuse to put him on the backlash. I refuse to put my wife on the backlash. I, I'm and you're doing push your best, forward. right? Huh? And you're doing your best. I'm doing. Who my the best. fuck wouldn't wait for a shirt? They know you're gonna hand <laughs> press that business. fucking thing. Yeah, Who like the fuck? <laughs> oh man, I think Bro, and, down and, to, and, like, whoever that was, don't come into our You're trying your fucking hardest. You know, it's fucking hard. And that's and that's when that's when I was sitting there after reading the email, and I had to step away. And my wife came over to me, and she was talking to me, and she's like, "You, you know, you just gotta take a deep breath. You can't please everybody." So on and so on. She's but like, it was See, like, I told you, shit. I'm starting this business. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was like, it was like, uh, I was like, motherfuckers really don't understand what I be going through sitting here. Mm-hmm. Like I'm dealing with. Not only am I sitting here, I'm responding to your emails. I'm trying to make sure people are mentally stable, and I'm also trying to deal with. Building this business from the ground up. I got my first money from my dad when I went home to bury my great aunt. Mm. That's how that happened. He gave me my startup money. He said, I remember you wanted to do it. Here's three grand. Do what you want to do. I didn't go to a fucking bank. I didn't go and and, and take out a loan from somebody else and then do this or do that. No, my, my dad gave me his tax money. Money he set aside that the government keep taking from me. He said, I got some money left over. Here you go, son. Mm-hmm. Run that shit up. And I said, all right, I'm going to do it. That's dope. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, at Dodger Cardona, uh, keep up the awesome work, guys. Thank you. Thanks. Thank Thanks. you. What kind of question is that? We sure will try. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're cut off, Chuck. <laughs> totally. <laughs> what kind of question is that? That was quick. That's fucking good. That's pretty much it. Uh, a lot of these other questions were... Um, what do you Ins- got in inventory? Yeah. yeah. Uh, how much to install a SIG trigger? And, you know, okay, uh, before we go, are you guys oh, yeah. ready? Yeah, with the news we've been waiting for. The news. Oh, oh. So we received a bulletin, which we didn't post. I don't think anybody's going to post. It's internal bulletins for FFL, um, for FFLs. Mm-hmm. Um, so the state came out and said, damn it, I wish I had it here in front of me. Well, it, backtrack it, it, to the... Uh, the preliminary injunction, because the last one we talked about what could happen, and now we haven't talked about the preliminary injunction that did happen. And we're, we're talking about the roster, of course, yeah. people. So, so the preliminary injunction, we it was granted on three things. So uh, magazine disconnects, mm. loaded chamber indicators, and... What was the last micro one? Stamping. Micro oh, stamping. Yeah, Thank you. That's what it and was, micro yeah. stamping. So... Because everybody knows microstamping isn't even possible, right? And the other two. So what we got today was basically the state, I'm just going to leave it at that, saying that in 14 days, this, these three things may go away. We've never gotten anything like this before. Mm. So they actually said, um, you can't do anything on it now, but in 14 days, these three, may, these three things may go away and people may submit to the roster guns that do not have these three things. Mm. So it was almost like an admission by the state that not the roster isn't going away, but the things that make the roster the roster, the the things that make it impossible to get Gen 5 Glocks and SIGs on there will be going away. So you don't need those. 
qualifications. Correct. To Correct. Put them on the roster. Now we have two other problems. Arm Scholar went into it. I still want to have him on here. Good video. Um, on Anthony went on to it. Went went into it on the fact that they may still slow roll all of the approvals. Mm -hmm. So maybe it took three months to get a gun approved for the roster. Now it's going to take nine months. Maybe we'll see. The other thing is. Um, Damn it, I lost my train of thought. There's one other thing that may hold us up. Um, oh, them adding it to the Dros. Correct. System. Oh, no. that So that won't hold us up because that usually actually goes pretty quick. But the one law that has not gone away is when you add a roster gun, you lose three. That's right, yeah. Right. So we have 752 guns or whatever it is, 800 guns. Yeah. So... I get it. You guys all want to add the off-roster guns, and I think we should have them. But that is going to decrease by a third every single time that you add one gun. If you had just the Glocks, we'd lose 200 guns off the register. I mean, off the roster. Yeah, so if you late, so. just numbers, facts, if we they add on 10 guns, that's 30 that come off. So we, I, we've never seen an admission like this before. It looks like the Dros system right is telling us that this is going to go through they're not going to win maybe they will maybe they'll appeal it and that in 14 days the roster doesn't go away but the defining characteristics of the roster will go away so people can add off roster pistols to the roster mm. which is probably smart they probably looked at it because they charge what 10 20 50 grand whatever it is to get a gun on the roster be like why don't we just put a thousand guns on the roster you know how much flow that is well, i feel like it makes it easier for that not every gun to go on. It just like cuts it down and slowly, slowly builds back up rather than fucking everything's on roster now and now everyone's fucked. We still lose them. We well, still lose three guns. I think Do gun get... companies really, for example, all these gun companies that are out of state, right? And we're, they know we're dealing with the roster and they want to get their gun on. Are they really going to care that three come off to get their one on? No. You know? Right. <clears throat> so we can't stop that. If, if all these companies are like, cool, I want to get mine on your roster, I wanna, they're not going to care that these other three are falling off. Yeah. I just yeah. feel like it's going to get to a point where there are going to be no more guns to continue falling off. Like, it's just by the numbers, and we'd eventually be down to just one gun on the roster because they will continually kick, keep kicking guns off. It's just not going to work. So what we're hoping is that they can go attack the actual roster now. And there's another case for that. Correct. With historical precedents now. Now that the fact that the roster is basically made invalid because the three things that made it valid are gone, just abolish the roster completely now. Then we would be okay. Mm -hmm. Then we can order them whatever. So yeah. if you're blowing up the DMs or the emails or Ethan over at our customer service guy, in 14 days, we will not be able to sell you an off-roster pistol. They will have to be added by whatever manufacturer that it is. Right. And we will lose three guns off of that. Do I know which guns? No. I mean, do I care if high points come off the roster? No. <laughs> no. Whoa, you know whoa, what I'm whoa, saying? Whoa, whoa. Sorry. Take it first. All the, all the take, the FM, take the FMKs. <laughs> like, well, you know, okay. yeah, that's a but, but like. Who picks what guns come off the roster? I though? believe they do. There's no say. And how do they pick? I have no idea. No idea. They're yeah. like, which one sells the most? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's very interesting. So that's what came out, but it's interesting. We've never seen an admission of loss, basically. Right. And California, the defense lawyers for California came out and said that they weren't going to appeal the case. Oh, really? Because they don't want it going up to the Ninth Circuit. And if the injunction get, if their stay gets denied, that's a win at the Ninth Circuit level. Therefore, it has to be made. Uh, that that injunction would be not just for California now; it would be for the whole Ninth Circuit, 
And of course, if they win and they get a stay and now it goes up to the Supreme Court, mm-hmm. now it's a nationwide thing. So California, would, is, right now at this point in time, they're saying whatever we lost, but we don't want to make it easy for the other states that do have rosters. And there is no other rosters. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't it? What, what is it? Massachusetts? There's a few other states York? that have rosters. Are there really? There's like 10 states. I think. But they're more open than ours. Correct. We're, ours but, is the worst. But, but they're following our our trend, right? Right. Yeah. 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 Everybody. The, I mean. Yeah. California set that standard. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens for that. I yeah, just want yeah. the Benitez. The Benitez one is more exciting for me. Well, which, assault, which, weapon, which, assault weapons, high caps, and ammo droses. Yeah. Mm. But those should be coming out any day now, right? I mean, they've been on his desk already for about two weeks now. The Fed's trying to get rid of high cap, standard capacity, whatever you want to call it, right? They're trying. Biden's trying to get rid of that too. I'm not super confident that'll go through. Maybe it will. Maybe we'll get another Freedom Week or Freedom Month or Freedom Day. I don't know. Um, The um, sorry, it's late, so my mind's starting to go. Um, The we had ammo, we had assault weapons. Fed's fighting that really heavily, too. That's like on Biden's agenda. Those are the two things that Biden is fighting the most right now. If he does, I think if it gets escalated to ninth, it, I, I think they might put a stay in that. That's my feeling, right? It's because it's going along with what the federal government is starting to dictate, that narrative, right? But the other one, which is the ammo droses, I think that one may go away. Yeah, um, that one's just... Kind of it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, they, yeah I'm not even going to go into it. <laughs> I'm not going into that one. No, you're not baiting me into going into that one. Um, so where can people reach you at? What's your website? Yeah. Oh, man. Give us How a good buy send off. Give us a good send off. Come on, Jay. Send off, man. If you want to find me, you can find me at uh, D, letter D, and afteractions.com or AAD brief. You can also find me at, at D after actions on Instagram. The uh, great Chinese app TikTok, <laughs> which I very rarely use, so don't try and communicate with me on there. And after you got the only debrief, toes, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I, hadn't, I hadn't reached that point yet. <laughs> but uh, and uh, after action debrief on Facebook, and of course on my Instagram uh, bio. If there's an emergency or you just need someone to talk to, hit me up on the Instagram. I will respond to every last DM that comes in. To include my emails, and we'll put our links in there, right? Beautiful, uh, in the display. Beautiful. Yeah, well, thanks so much, for beautiful for being on here. Yes, thank you for putting sure. all his links it's on there. It's been a pleasure. Um, it's been a pleasure. This is episode two. We want to thank you guys, and if you guys have listened this far, go to Ralph Supply's website, RalphSupply.com. Use coupon code Shoot the Mic. We're going to help you save some money. Oh, shoot the Mic. Um, yep. Coupon code. Yep. 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 Uh, so thank you guys. Episode two. Thank you, dude. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you all so much. Thank you all so much. Pleasure. Pleasure. Appreciate it. Beautiful. Beautiful. Later, guys. That's what I'm fucking talking about. So when when we were doing that, if there's any promo that you want to run, we could probably put it in the link. Right? Okay. Something. Just in case. We're we're doing 5%, but our margins are much different.